Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag3, whoever he is. Get your clothes, fascist, out of here! Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. You are a terrific team on all counts. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this is is the Matt and Blonde Show. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. <laughs> we'll convert your children. No, God! No, God, please, no! Move, bitch, you got coronavirus. We discussed how our administration is going to devote the remainder of the summer a special focus on five ways to make gains in getting those of you who are unvaccinated, vaccinated. Because here's the deal. Now we need to go to community by community and oftentimes door to door, literally knocking on doors. President will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community by community door to door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need. Don't try it. Every move you, make. you are a threat. <laughs> every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. I wonder if you can answer. That criticism, it's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated. What do you say? We should point out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans alive during this pandemic. So it is absolutely the government's business. It is taxpayers' business. I doubt it. You are fake news. Go home, bitch. Very fake news. Go back to where you come from, okay? I agree with that. I will eat your ass. I'll do it. All right. America, go to the YouTube right now. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. Congratulations to both of you. You're awesome. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly the best you can ask anyone about that people often do i'm told this is the matt and blonde show my name is matt christensen i'm flanked on my right as always by my wonderful co-host blonde welcome hi coming to us once again from an undisclosed location about which i forgot which led to a production scramble with one minute to spare Before it we looks pretty live. good, doesn't it? I'm I'm pretty happy with the setup. Somehow the duct tape is always unwrapped <laughs> and applied in the nick of time. Yeah. This show is uh, blessed. It's a miracle. Anyway, uh, hope you had a good 4th of July holiday. Hope everyone listening did as well. Thanks for patience uh, with a rare Sunday off last week. But we're back as normal with a full week of news to discuss. And please bear with any technical difficulties that may arise due to this uh, remote location. But I don't think they will. It looks like it's it's working all right. It's not that remote. Even I don't know where you are. You're somewhere. No, I don't. I don't think we talked about it. Uh, Anyway, news to discuss this week. We spa in Los Angeles. uh, Very, uh, very well might become the site where Civil War two kicks off Uh, all over little girls, whether little girls should be exposed to uh, adult male transgender. I should I should say transgender penises at the spa. Isn't the the answer in the question? 
Uh, potentially so, but not if you ask the LA Times. The editorial board is now on record defending such exposure. But the wrinkle in this story, is it possible the whole event, as in the incident at the spa, is a fake? Some outlets are now claiming so. The whole thing was a hoax, hoax hate of, of yeah. sorts. Um, former uh, Stormy Daniels lawyer and anti-Trump activist Michael Avenatti is now going to prison for two and a half years after spending the years prior insisting everyone else was actually going to prison. He reportedly cried at his sentencing and is now on his way, uh, I guess, to becoming a new man. I searched the Internet for footage of the crying. I don't think there were cameras in the courtroom. Wouldn't you cry, too, if you're if being sodomized was just imminent? He says he's looking forward to the next step in his life. Hmm. Yeah. He's he's excited for it. Hey, speaking of sodomy, the uh, San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus sings a song pledging to convert your children before deleting the video and insisting the whole thing was a joke that you bigots are too stupid to understand. Plus, we have plenty of coronavirus updates, plenty of capital riot updates. We'll get to all the Legos and uh, a case of hoax hate as well. Plus, the movie review segment uh, segment returns tonight for Blade Runner. I have thoughts that assuredly will will cause the uh, pitchforks and torches to come for me once again. Um, but we have a cool new listener contribution to the segment as well. So stick around for that. And we will check in with Super Chats on YouTube, Tippy Stream, Trovo, and DLive in between topics. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers. We'll take as many as we can until 11:30 PM Eastern. So please get them in early if you'd like them read and thank you if you do. Uh, and it will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours, listening material. Remember you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's Matt Don't forget the show store is up and running. We have t-shirts, we have mugs, we have hats, we have it all. Plus, we have special deals from friendly listener-owned businesses as well. This week's feature business is our friends over at Two-Way Jerky Company. I really like these guys because they have a great product and they're making an impact. This is no gimmick. This is just genuinely great beef jerky. It's simple. For every bag of their delicious jerky you buy, they donate a portion to reputable organizations whose mission is to stand up for American gun owners. That's it. Delicious jerky, good cause, period. I'd rather give these guys my money instead of a grocery store or a gas station or wherever else. And the two-way jerky guys are part of the show's community. And uh, God knows our gun rights can use all the help they can get. So go to 2ajerky.com. You can order yourself some of the best beef jerky money can buy. Use promo code MATT10 at checkout. You'll get 10% off off of uh, your purchase. Um. And that's uh, again, that's two a jerky.com. You can support the second and get the best jerky in the world. Promo code Matt 10 for 10% off uh, at checkout. You can find everything you need from two a jerky company, as well as other great offers from the rest of our friendly listener owned businesses, including charity swipes, Phoenix ammunition, hero soap company, and more at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals deals by listeners for listeners. Well, I don't have much for uh, announcements this week, so we'll just hop right into the news. And um, big news of the weekend, uh, or at least as of Friday, is that uh, Nick Fuentes is now banned on Twitter. Is this big news? When I heard this, I was like, he wasn't banned yet? I'm kind of surprised it took this long, yeah. Yeah. Um, The most interesting thing about all of this is that the, was it the Washington Times 
they didn't have anybody edit this art this article and the headline spells groper wrong oh i didn't notice notice that that. gropier gropier yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's spelled correctly in the body of of the article (laughs) that's odd yeah yeah but but apparently nobody reread this um anyway there was an adl report published on him and then he was subsequently immediately banned from twitter so uh they're clearly linked and the adl article we'll have it linked below it's um so funny i couldn't stop laughing it just makes him sound uh really smart and articulate and awesome i was like is this is this even a hit piece it's an advertisement for his show it's an advertisement for nick fuentes like they used his his most articulate comments and i was reading everything i was like right on nick fuentes um so i don't know what they're trying to do they're clearly promoting him in some way but you know it's all the stuff that you would expect he's a white supremacist and he hates the homos and blah 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 and we'll talk about this we spa thing you tell me who's right about trans people and homosexuals <laughs> I, I, I don't know is it nick fuentes uh oh there we go um anyway oh, so i lost you for a second i thought we had one of those technical difficulties on our hands but you're back or maybe not spoke too soon all right um we'll see if we can get her back hopefully <sighs> Now I can hear you. You there? Okay. Um, now, as far as Fuentes is uh, banned, I'm told that he also had a. Uh, you there? Okay, she's having some. Go- We're gonna let yeah, you hang out, blonde. On. If you can hear me, you're visible here. and hearable. So you know, keep your commentary clean, please. Um, as far as Fuentes is banned, I'm told he had a uh, a press conference that got extra spicy. I've not listened to the press conference. Um, and we're left to infer that his banning is based on this ADL hit piece. Spokespeople from Twitter, or at least anyone from Twitter, has not explicitly stated why he was banned, as far as I'm aware, or pointed to a specific tweet or anything like that. In the meantime, uh, I guess I'm going to have to roll solo and see if I can cover this without Blonde. Hopefully we can get her back. I don't know if she's been booted off the internet. Hold on, let me uh, fix the... Uh, fix her video feed here get rid of that all right not a biological imperative but uh, a technical imperative blonde will be back hopefully soon perhaps i'll receive a text from her momentarily anyway we'll keep rolling through the news while we uh while we wait but you'll recall a few weeks ago there was that uh, uh in the case of the the uh the immigrant man, Muhammad Anwar, who was uh, carjacked and killed in D.C. Uh, there were, uh, one of the teens who did that was was uh, sentenced uh, a week ago or a couple weeks ago to uh, juvenile detention. We didn't know what was that. That was the older 15 year old. Now we have uh, a sentence for the younger 14 uh, year old girl as well. She was sentenced to juvenile detention until she turns she turns 21 uh, after this uh, this particular incident. So she uh, she'll be in juvenile detention until she's an adult, at which point she will be freed. And of course, uh, we continue to scrub the details of what exactly happened here when she and her friend uh, hijacked an immigrant man and drove him on a uh, car ride where he was hanging by the door in the hood until he was flung to his death. We gloss over that uh, description from The Hill this week. 14-year-old sentenced to juvenile detention after carjacking of Uber Eats driver in D.C. just to carjacking no mention of the murder. I'll have to keep rolling through these stories and please excuse me. Cause some of these are the ones that blonde prepped. So 
My knowledge is not as detailed on a few of them, including the Tucker update. You might have remember uh, you might remember from last week we talked about Tucker's allegation that um, that he was uh, spied on by the NSA. And uh, we didn't have a lot of details on that. What exactly had happened uh, uh, in terms of the his allegation that the NSA had been spying on. We didn't know what the nature of that was other than Tucker says his communications were intercepted by the NSA and potentially uh, were going to be leaked to the press. Well, now we have a report in Axios that um, that Tucker may have been in communication with Russian uh, Russian personnel about potentially getting an interview with Vladimir Putin. And it's speculated that that was the reason that his communication was picked up. Uh, so part of what we had talked about last week, where maybe there's some investigation of foreign agents that, wow, conveniently uh, picks up a, a the communication of a U.S. citizen that is totally coincidental, not politically motivated at all. Uh, that's what we're supposed to believe. So if uh, if the Axios scoop is correct and we'll have to keep monitoring this story, uh, NSA officials picked up Tucker Carlson's communications uh, through uh, the monitoring of, of Russian personnel and uh, perhaps that communication, uh, additional communication from Tucker will uh, be revealed through the media, which, of course, will be uh, a scandal on top of a scandal spying on a U.S. citizen potentially without a uh, proper legal basis for doing so is one thing. Leaking that information to the media is quite another. Uh, in other headlines, this was probably my favorite headline of the week. Um, you may have saved your 16 cents uh, on your 4th of July barbecue as the Biden administration promoted, um, but you probably lost it uh, on the drive to pick up that food uh, or, or on the drive to the barbecue if you've seen gas prices lately. Now, as we've discussed, inflation has been on record pace in recent months. Perhaps you're worried about your ability to buy basic goods or you're worried about your ability to save or you're worried about the declining value of the money that you have saved. But uh, if so, worry not. There are silver linings, as reported by CNBC this week. Uh, headline, the upside of inflation, rising wages. Uh, according to the story, uh, quote, although consumers may pay more for everyday items, it's not all bad news as far as household income and spending goes. Companies forcing a labor shortage are also paying more to get workers to walk in the door. So you can be thankful that, uh, you know, when you're a new millionaire, you, uh, you'll, you'll be able to buy a pack of gum with those newfound riches for maybe $10,000 and a gallon of milk for $50,000. But uh, we all have that to look forward to. Can you hear me? Am I live? Yes, you are. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, thank God. Yeah, I just got a <laughs> notice that said, your internet is unstable, and then everything crashed. Oof. Thanks for, uh, well, I'm glad to hear that. Here I am trying to roll through the news and thinking, damn, am I going to have to do the whole show by myself or do I not do it? What do I do? I hope not. I don't know. This has never happened at my undisclosed location. Uh, So I had to turn on the AC because I think that this actually might be a hardware overheating problem. It's hot as balls here. Okay, we'll go with that. And I think, um, did you restart your computer or anything like that? I did. Okay, you're coming in a little bit loud for me. So I'm going to turn you down just a little bit. And if you can just double check that your mic is at the level that we need it to be. What a system, fucking nightmare. We'll go what a this. nightmare. Well, it could have been worse. I mean, I've never, we've never had a show that where one of us was just unavailable uh, or like cut out. How has that never happened? It's never happened in the five year history. But here I was thinking like, is this going to be the one? I guess I'm just going to do gonna it. This is going to be the one. 
Yeah. Yep. Sorry, guys. You had to run through my stories. I see. Uh, yeah. But did you have any commentary on uh, either the Tucker thing or the DC carjacking? The DC carjacking. The girl was younger and she's ending, ending up getting more time than the older girl. It's juvie. So it doesn't really matter because they're both going to be released at 21. Is that why? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Not that I really care about equality in this situation because both those girls are monumental pieces of shit, but I, I found that a little bit odd. Hmm. Um, okay. So I, I was talking my favorite uh, headline of the week, which was, um, well, actually let me back it up just a little bit on the Tucker thing. Uh, the Tucker story. Do we know if information was leaked to journalists? Is that confirmed so far? Or is it just probably that's what Axios is saying? Okay. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. But the thing about this is it doesn't really sorry if you covered this already, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, CNN, Chris Wallace and, and all sorts of people have interviewed Putin. I fail to see why this would initiate some sort of FISA process. Uh, why is this any different? Yeah, they just had a big interview with uh, Putin on NBC, you know, more than a few weeks ago. So if that's yeah, the basis cares? to pick up communication, the other question would be, why is Tucker unmasked? If you're monitoring um, Russian agents, perhaps yeah. communication does get picked up, but there's still got to be a compelling reason to unmask who that individual is. If it's Tucker. Exactly. Yep. Anyway, um, I kind of glossed over those because I, and I mentioned I, I didn't deep dive on those. So the so my commentary was somewhat limited. I have a surface level understanding, but. But it is, as Tucker is saying, they're trying to get a show pulled because they're trying to make this web of involvement with Russians. And the Axios article just substantiated that. So I don't really see what the angle the left is going to have on this one. Like, obviously, he's being monitored by the NSA. Obviously, they're talking about how this is involvement with some sort of foreign power. Um, there's going to be some sort of FISA issue and he's going to be unveiled. So, so what's the deal here? Like, what? it's exactly what he said it was going to be. Mm. I was uh, about halfway through my favorite story of the week, which is or favorite headline, at least the upside to inflation, rising <laughs> wages. Um, yeah, really. But that uh, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, yeah, great. Uh, enjoy your newfound uh, high income when you can't afford basic goods because they are also sky high in their prices. But um, uh, even even if we were to accept the premise that wages are rising, it's not the full picture because, of course, wages are not keeping up with inflation. Um, we've covered recent inflation on core goods and services at roughly 5% increases uh, in recent months. And wages have increased 3.6% in the last year. So that still leaves the average consumer with about 1.4% less purchasing power. And the story itself notes several paragraphs down, quote, Incremental wage increases are unlikely to keep pa keep pace as the cost of living rises. So why is the wage increase the headline? Well, that's why they got ripped up and down. And later in the work, uh, later in the week, revised the headline to read to read. Uh, it's not certain rising wages will be enough to outpace inflation. Well, that's kind of a reversal of the original headline, which made it sound like rising wages are awesome. If anybody anyway. believes this, they're uh, morons. So I suppose it's not really the fault of the publication, is it? Uh, well, I, I, you wonder who, who wrote this, I suppose, uh, somebody who failed economics in college went on to be a journalist and now writes about finances and economics. Mm. Oh, they know, they know what they're doing. Perhaps they do. You'll have to, uh, get into Jessica Dickler is the, uh, unfortunately named author. Jessica. That's a great transition to the Wee Spa story. Jessica Dickler that maybe that's who was at Wee Spa. <laughs> The unseen, the unknown Jessica Dickler. <laughs> I know this story is a little bit old in the news cycle, but we haven't talked about it yet. And this L.A. Times angle 
the the article that they published this week is new. And this story is so interesting. I can't pass on discussing it. Got a little lost in the 4th of July holiday and uh, all the busyness surrounding it. But it all started uh, at this uh, Wii Spa in Los Angeles. A woman visiting this spa posts a video on Instagram alleging that a biologically male trans person walked into the women's side of the spa and exposed himself to several women as well as uh, a, at least they claim a nine year old and a 14 and, and a 14 year old girl. So two underage girls. This is the um, well staff <laughs> staff at we spa said they are barred by California law from discriminating on the basis of gender identity. Uh, and then some spa patrons also pushed back against the woman. But here's some of the original scenes from that day. I'm up here at the at the Wee Spa, and a man, okay, comes in slinging his penis. If you feel uncomfortable, because we cannot discriminate against gender identity. You, oh, but then why do you have men's section and women's section? Gender identity, if they identify as female, they let us know. Tell me what makes you a female. Exactly. See, I understand that. No. But the sign says that if you're male, that they're going to prosecute to the fullest extent. So yeah, we're about to do that. If he comes in with testicles and a penis, and there's a nine-year-old and a fourteen-year-old that's never seen a penis before, that traumatized that, me to see that. That doesn't do anything to his his dick on. is out. Okay, yeah, his dick is swinging left and right. And we're women in there, and young girls are there. I think this is a place right here, I'm told, only for women. So how dare you sit up here and tell me I don't have a right as a woman to defend. I'm telling you, he has a penis, a full, and testicles, okay? Yeah, it must be hard. It must be hard not being a real man, huh? Try it. (laughs) The full exchanges are are pretty entertaining. Oh, jeez. I have kind of a nuanced opinion on this if you want to maybe we should we should talk about the go through the full scenes and then get to it yeah okay so after that video went viral demonstrators uh supporting and opposing uh this particular woman and the idea of men being in the women's space at the spa they've been outside the spa um uh, classing uh, clashing with each other often violently uh, and one independent journalist was reportedly not reportedly there is footage I don't have it handy but uh, an independent journalist was assaulted with a pipe just smacked in the back of the head and there were reportedly two stabbings <laughs> as well and then Antifa brought back the old skateboard classic um, mm. against another man Susan is not going to let me show you all of that because it got pretty bloody um, <laughs> but you get the idea of what some of the violence outside the spa was like <laughs> You can hear it. Skateboard against the skull. Jesus is coming soon. We all going to hell. Go to hell out, Jesus. And if you watch that video, it's linked in the Daily Mail article. I'll include in the description. Um, that Man, guy's, he did pretty well up against a whole bunch of people. And it, the side of his face is just bleeding profusely, though, from getting hit with the skateboard. Mm. So, but he remains coherent in telling them that they're going to hell after he was smacked. <laughs> so, Good. yeah, bombproof skull on that guy. 
Um, but yeah, apparently uh, this is going to be how Civil War Two kicks off. We're going to we're going to fight violently about whether uh, young girls should be exposed to dicks. Um, female dicks, I, I should clarify, female dicks at the spa. And it looks like the protests and the violence have calmed down um, the last few days. At least I haven't seen any new reporting or video for maybe four or five days now. So um, but before we get into the L.A. Times and their insane editorial, you said you have some thoughts about what we just watched. Well, of course, I I find this outrageous on a moral level. And it's preposterous, like this this thing of accepting people that are transgender into the folds of normal society. It's like, what are, what are you talking about? Shame, shame, shame. Why, why, why don't we do that? Uh, however, this is in California and I wonder how this woman votes and why would you bring your child to a nude spa anyway? Uh, I just feel like if you're in California, you should be looking around going, wow, this is an inappropriate place to raise children where they're going to be exposed to all sorts of degeneracy. I need to remodel my life so that I can avoid uh, encounters like this. Um, There are some questions about those choices as we'll get to, um, because this particular person who is making the allegations has an Instagram account that's usually devoted to memes and posts about uh, Christian faith and thing and and things of that nature, which makes you wonder why would you go to a spa spa in that, LA, and, and particularly one that apparently has been known for friendliness to transgender customers. I, I don't know much about the history of this. Was spa. this a, a wax my toad situation? No, the allegation is just that they were in the spa, which I don't know what that means. Like, what facility were they using? No, but like, was what? it baited? Like in the way that that was. Uh, uh, do you mean did the did the business bait it? Or no, did, did the woman go to this specific business for the opportunity to make ah, a viral video? That that could be too. Mm-hmm. As we'll get to, we don't know who the trans person at the center of this supposedly is. We also don't know who the children at the center of this supposedly are. However, one thing that is for sure real is the violent fights on behalf of whether little girls should see dicks or not. That is very much real. And that is also what the uh, the L.A. Times is speaking to in a completely insane uh, piece released by the editorial board. Just some of the most amazingly confused phrasing I've ever read. So uh, one of the uh, the third paragraph in the piece, there is no doubt that we spa did the right thing in defending the right of a transgender customer to be nude in the women's area, <laughs> even though. The sight of male appearing genitalia. What the fuck is that? Male appearing genitalia discomforted uh, at least one female customer who complained at the front desk. As a public serving business, We Spa has to follow California law forbidding discrimination against transgender people. What's extraordinary isn't that the spa's employees followed the law, but that this led to violence outside as opponents and supporters of the law clashed over the weekend. Okay, so is that extraordinary? That's the extraordinary part of all this. Although I'm with the L.A. Times in that uh, I find this uh, not a shocking development. Um, well, I <laughs> trannies I are going to be trannies in L.A. But but their whole point is that girls, young girls being exposed to dicks in a women's area of a business is not extraordinary or surprising. Well, are thing, you surprised by this? Well, any sane society should be. I think that's the that's the rebuttal. Yeah, we're we're not a sane society. This yeah. is going to get jammed down our throats. I'm not surprised. 
Um, I mean, obviously we should stop this, but, but also people need to leave places like California where things like this are going to happen. If this happened in Idaho, which it wouldn't, um, I, I believe that that person would get beat to death. Like hmm. the tranny. I want the, <laughs> I want the LA times uh, editorial board to explain to me what the hell male appearing genitalia is, because if there's no inherently male genitalia, then what does it appear like? Yeah. If genitalia are only appearing, uh, it, what makes the distinction between male and female genitalia? And then how is it appearing? What's the distinction between male genitalia and male appearing genitalia? Yeah, this 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 is insane. This is this is absolute um, insanity. And and I do think that the piece is confused too when it says they did the right thing because they followed California law. I'm not a uh, California lawyer, but I'm sure that's probably true. The question though is: Is it possible that a, a law is immoral? Is it possible that for sure following the law is immoral? Yeah, it's a consideration. Isn't that um, what civil disobedience is supposed to be about? You know, I've got to hear about fucking Rosa Parks every day of my life, and everybody's like, "Oh, please shove your tranny schlong in my child's face because it's the law." <laughs> and there's no civil disobedience. I'm done with this country. Whatever. I don't care. Um, there is another paragraph in the piece here. Just incredible self defeating logic. Quote: But no one has an absolute right to feel comfortable all the time. People have a right to use the spa, but that doesn't include that doesn't include with it a guarantee that they all will feel at ease with everything they see. They might prefer a spa where a certain amount of body covering is required. Okay, uh, maybe, what? but except for transgender people, transgender people get comfort and accommodation always on a on a immediately on a moment's notice for whatever whim they may have. And why is that logic not apply, applied to my hate speech? Like, I can't call this person a faggot because they'll be uncomfortable, but I have to see their their male appearing genitalia, giant clitoris, whatever is going on here. And and I I don't have a right to be uncomfortable. What about you, faggot? What about you? <laughs> Are we setting the record for most you uh, most times uh, most use of that word, I suppose, in, in one show? Yeah. Well, you got to get them all out while you can. Mm. Here's the last angle of intrigue on this. Uh, on this particular story, uh, I mentioned there are left-wing outlets claiming the whole thing is a hoax, or at least the initial incident is a hoax. So as I, uh, it, it should be noted, the accused transgender person at the center of this controversy never appears in video or in a photo. We also never hear this person and this person has not been identified. No children. They're going to protect his identity and the identity of children too. Maybe. Well, but th that's the thing is the police don't even know who these people are. So mm. the police are saying we haven't been able to find them. It's not even protecting identity. They don't know who they are, period. Um, the children never appear in video or in photo or by voice. And according at least to this uh, Slate article, LAPD also believes the story to be a hoax after failing to find witnesses who saw this trans person. We Spa says no known trans clients had scheduled appointments that day. So who knows? I mean, it could be it could be staged for Instagram. When you watch the video, the woman recording it says things to the effect of I'm going to make this viral. I'm going to expose all of this. It also, she sounds black. I'm just saying. <laughs> important factors only. I, I'm just saying I mean, it, it's possible that this is a hoax, although I can also see the media um, not releasing the identity of this trans person and the spa lying about it. 
I don't know. I, don't, I could I, don't, I, I could go either way. I mean, the thing the thing is, it's what uh, it's what belief exists in the minds of the people beating each other outside. That that's really the big takeaway from this. Are we going to have a culture war? In fact, a physically violent battle with each other over this sort of thing at some level, um, whether it happened or not inside is a matter of fact, it matters. We should get to the bottom of that. And if this person faked it, they should be mocked and condemned rightly. But the fact that simply the belief that this happened is causing violent clash outside is also damning to our society. Um, I don't know. Maybe she's taking the hoax hate angle. Like, uh, even if this didn't happen, isn't it going to reveal to people the pedophilic nature of the transgender community? And we have to do this shit with hoax hate every week. And so if that's what she was doing, I don't know, maybe I listened to an argument about that too. The spirit is true. That's usually what we hear with hoax hate cases. So maybe for once the spirit is true. So we'll go with it. Anyway, that's what's that's, uh, all I know about We Spa, and we will keep an eye on it um, if more information comes out. Mm. Tell me about crying Michael Avenatti, two and a half years in prison at his yeah. sentencing on Thursday. 30 months in prison. I mean, we talked a lot at the time about this extortion, uh, uh, this extortion thing that he was doing with with Nike uh, for $25 million. When was this? A few years ago. It took a while to get through the trial, it didn't it? late 2018, the allegations surfaced. If I recall correctly, it was basically he was aware of improper payments between Nike and college athletes. Right. And- he had this client who was an amateur basketball coach and who was trying to get reforms by Nike. And yeah. he claimed that they were corruptly paying amateur players and their family. And so then Avenatti leveraged that to demand a settlement with the guy he was representing and then a more lucrative consulting agreement. And I think that's what it was for $25 million. So um, in exchange for not doing a press conference. (laughs) So it's like straight up extortion, just straight up. Um, Yeah. And so he's, he's going to do 30 months. He was looking at nine years. So I suppose he should be pretty happy, but I don't think he's going to do very well in prison. He's, he looks smooth, you know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. They're going to um, oil that guy up. It's it's over for him. He said, well, he really said nothing after the sentencing. He gave a few words through his lawyer with a very brief statement. I'm going to make a very brief statement. Um, Michael and we all are gratified, pleased that the judge recognized today that the draconian sentence that was recommended by probation and that was requested by the government was not appropriate under the circumstances of this case. It's been a pleasure to get to know a new Michael Avenatti. He is deeply humbled as a result of this experience, and he's excited to start the next step, uh, next part of his life, uh, and we'll see where that ends. Oh man, uh, he's totally poking her. He thinks so. Uh, yeah, she looked. She looked at him with a. A really uh, knowing look, eh? As far as the uh, prison term that she's referencing, prosecutors had sought eight years. Avenatti will get two and a half. Um, but yeah, oh, they I'm sought sure... eight years? I thought they sought nine years. Sorry. Oh, My I don't. Bad. That's just what I read. So oh, okay. uh, it's you know, something closer to 10 years. He got two and a half. But yeah, um, I'm sure he is very eager to get on with this next phase of his life where he will uh, 
be at high risk in federal prison for um, AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> But she she references the new Michael Avenatti. He's going to work on the new Michael Avenatti. Can we take that finally as an admission that the old Mike, Michael Avenatti was full of shit the entire time, please? Because Avenatti, such a piece of shit. it was reported uh, this weekend, Avenatti was invited on MSNBC. I don't know if that means he was appeared this week, but at least invited on MSNBC over a hundred times over the course of those few years when you always saw him all over TV making wild claims of Trump uh, forthcoming Trump lawsuits and Trump going to prison and blah, blah, blah. And now that he's been sentenced to prison, um, according to Grabian uh, and transcript analysis, MSNBC gave two minutes to the Avenatti story the day after his sentencing on Friday, two minutes of mention after giving this Man. guy practically unlimited airtime for a couple of years that we all had to listen to. The left to. throws people over. So quickly. He, yeah, he's into that Christine Blasey Ford dungeon now where he's no longer useful. Mm. But you remember for a moment, he was speculated to be an enticing Democratic nominee for president. <laughs> and you think about all the people that he said, you're going to jail. I'm going to get you. H jokes about him possibly running for president were uh, behind uh, him saying that Don Jr. was going to go to uh, prison in 2018. Don Jr. joked about a Michael Avenatti, Anthony Weiner Democratic ticket dream team in uh, 2018. And Avenatti responded, after you are indicted, you will be passing Anthony Weiner on your way in. <laughs> By the way, they don't have silver spoons or gold toilets in the joint. Uh, buckle up, buttercup. And then, wow, that... Ugh. And then Aven yeah, poorly aged uh, tweets for Michael Avenatti. Um, but he had a whole op-ed in the New York Times in 2018 as well, advocating the indictment of Trump for crimes that Avenatti said he committed, um, <laughs> things related to the Mueller investigation, things related to Avenatti's allegations of improper payments to Stormy Daniels that amounted to uh, de facto campaign contributions. Um. So Avenatti advocated indicting Trump both because he believed he was guilty of crimes, but also so the Supreme Court could finally settle this question of whether a, a sitting president can be uh, can in fact be indicted. Um, oh, but man. Bottom, bottom line do, is the guy who's petty for him. No, no. This guy's a total jackass. He, he all he did was spend years trying to put other people in prison and now he's in prison. And that's hilarious. I guess so. But I actually I don't want him to actually be anally raped, you know, Um. I might stop short of that, <laughs> but that is but what is going to happen to him. We, we shall see. Maybe he'll write a tell all book when he's finally out. I don't know when these things don't happen in quick enough succession succession. Um, I lose my rage and then I start to feel like the pity starts to creep in. Hmm. Uh, well, I don't know. That's an uh, pity for Avenatti. We can, uh, I don't, ooh. What's we can happening? Fi file that one in the weird takes uh, category. Let's talk about this gay men's chorus so that All I right. can. Well, um, we 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 always seem to mention the slippery slope stuff on this show because we were raised to believe that uh, slippery slope is a logical fallacy. That's not a thing. Clearly, um, if you just get on board with uh, marriage equality, they're not. There's not going to be anything after that. There aren't going to be weird um, transgender incidents at Wee Spa. And surely no activists are coming to convert or uh, uh, to convert your children ideologically or or sexually. None yeah. of that is ever going to happen. And I gather 
that the uh, the various men at the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus released what was supposed to be a joke or a sarcastic mu- music video in which they mock the idea that they're trying to convert your children. Uh, but it, it definitely didn't land that way. And based on their reaction, I question what the sarcasm is and what the sincerity is. In either case, um, consider it a slope slipped once again, if you, <laughs> if you believe it's a logical fallacy and pieces of uh, logic that you grant today won't be used for further insanity down the line. Anyway, sarcastically, the San Francisco gay men's chorus um, just admits to wanting to convert your children and they sing about it. And they they say that they performed this song live in San Francisco at Pride and a few other locations recently. And now this week they they brought it to YouTube. Here's a quick selection. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked funny just this once you're correct we'll convert your children happens bit by bit quietly and subtly and you will barely notice it at first i didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting caring people but i see now why you'd have a problem we'll convert your children Someone's got to teach them not to hate. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. Okay, so it's hard to understand. Great face, by the way. Grab your screenshots. Oh, God. It's hard to understand what what the actual satire is here, because they're supposedly mocking the idea that they're going to convert your your kids to be gay. That's the premise. Um, But the lyrics throughout the song are also consistently about converting your kids uh, not to hate or to be accepting. And that those lyrics in combination with the response, which I'll get to in a moment, seem dead serious. Um. And and even that, I think, to many people, if not most, myself included, uh, that itself is objectionable. Uh, do I want to raise kind children? Yeah, sure. Do I want them uh, no, indoctrinated? you don't want to raise kind children. What are yeah. you talking about? Scad cocks on kindness. You heard it here. <laughs> do I want to raise children who are kind to people and respectful? Yes. Do I want them to have... Um, Truths about sexuality and relationships between men and women and homosexuality to be uh, indoctrinated into them by gay activists? Surely not. Does that make me hateful? Does that make them hateful? You tell me. But even their their um, their claim that this is a this is this is sarcastic in nature about converting kids sexually. You seem sincere about converting kids ideologically, and that is just as objectionable. Was that you want to make the case? Well, well, now we can talk. uh, (laughs) We don't want to do kindness by default. Let's do cruelty by default. Go. You make the case. I I would rather have a child that is tough and it edges into the kindness portion of their brain than one that is kind and unassuming and naive. Like my, my child, I hope, is not raised to be 
to be kind to other people. She's going to be raised to be suspicious of other people and to be able to recognize this kind of horseshit indoctrination when she sees it from a very young age. And that is going to require her to have a little bit of hate in her heart. <laughs> uh, I would rather... Uh, to your point, I'm not sure I agree in full, but to your point, I would I would rather have kids that are a little too skeptical and distrusting than too easily manipulated and too trusting. That's it. I, I don't want them to be rude to strangers just because, but that's well, what they're talking about is well beyond just people being mean to you when they meet you or something like that. Yeah. They're talking about an entire worldview that, that your kids are supposed to have. And maybe you think that's unfair to infer that based on their song lyrics, but I'm not just inferring it based on their song lyrics. I'm, I'm reading it from their response statement that they put out on Twitter. Of course that YouTube video got ratioed to the moon and they privated it. They, they, they made it no longer publicly viewable and they released this statement on Twitter and they disabled (laughs) the responses, of course, because it too would have been ratioed to hell. And it reads in part, The far-right conservative media found our message video and have taken it as their cause. They have taken the lyrics out of context to support a narrative that suits their intolerant and hateful needs. It is obvious that the tongue-in-cheek humor is lost on many. As a result, we have seen the user comments on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram become increasingly alarming. Emails to individuals in the chorus office are vitriolic including threats of harm. So again, what, what are the, what's the tongue in cheek part? And, um, and what is the serious part? Because even, even jokes about coming for people's kids, that's bound to provoke a little bit of a reaction, even if you're being, what did they expect? Yeah. I, I, I don't know because even if someone is totally joking and saying, Hey, I'm coming for your kid. I, I, I'm probably gonna have a reaction. That's uh less than kind to that. Even if it is totally tongue in cheek and intent. Yeah, but their, yeah. Their response continues, and this is what uh, this is what I'm getting at. Um, after decades, after decades of children being indoctrinated and taught and taught, if I could speak, decades of children being indoctrinated and taught intolerance for anyone who is other, from using the Bible as a weapon to reparative therapy, it's our turn. We have dedicated ourselves to being role models, teaching and spreading the message of love, tolerance and celebration through music. Okay, so that's not tongue in cheek then. Yeah, you you really do intend on indoctrinating a particular message into kids. And I and many others want no part of that. So if you if you seriously intend on controlling the narrative and um, and and influencing people's beliefs and you want children to adopt your beliefs, that's not tongue in cheek. That's not sarcasm. No. You're you're dead serious about that. You're saying I should. It's our turn now. I should be teaching your kid. Mm-hmm. They're hundred percent serious when they say that statement. That's not a joke. And people should be disgusted by this, and they should revolt. Um, also, the the transgender agenda. This we're not even that old. This wasn't even on my radar in high school. I I went to a high school of twenty five hundred people. No people were transgender there. And now it's like a quarter of kids are bisexual, transgender, gay, or lesbian, or whatever. You can't tell me this is not a, directly a product of indoctrination of this sort. It's, oh, it's yeah. influencing yeah. society. Uh, this is all a manifestation of of this agenda. And as a society, we need to be rejecting it and using terms like tolerance and things like it's not, it's not going to convince me that you're actually being tolerant was it, which isn't a virtue. Intolerance is a virtue. Well, tolerance of what is the yeah. question? 
Tolerance yeah. of what? Am I supposed to be tolerant of uh, the indoctrination of my child into a weird pedosexual agenda? This is satanic nonsense. And yeah. I'm the bad person here. These people are. I think anyone who says I have a right to te- to inject certain values or viewpoints or worldviews into your child's life is uh, a, a person who should be distrusted. Yeah. Uh, just generally. It's not even a, it's not even a gay thing or a straight thing. It's like, if you're telling me you are so virtuous and moral that you should have the right to come into my home and put certain ideas into my kid, I'm going to distrust you by default. The sexual stuff is particularly insidious though, because the end game of all of this globo homo nonsense is just pedophilia. That is the last stop for all. It's like, nobody can tell me that this tranny stuff, all of this, all this gay stuff that is not just heading directly to the age of consent should be nine. (laughs) We shall see. Um, with the way right now, yeah, uh, the, I, I can't sit here and tell you, oh no, there's clearly a logical stopgap on that. There's clearly a logical plug that will prevent that because every slope keep keeps getting consistently slipped until we have some sort of limiting principle until we have some sort of logical stop, but those logical stops aren't being explained. And that wasn't the end of the gay men's chorus response. The last part of their statement reads, Our second action is to work to control the narrative. Again, they're saying we want to control the narrative. Their words, not mine. The video, their their music video is being illegally copied and placed on YouTube, Instagram, and other websites. Our social media and marketing staff are working around the clock to file takedown requests. So far, this has been very successful. And I can confirm several people sent me re-uploads on youtube of the uh the music video so that we could uh, have the reference and uh as i'm as i have with this as i'm showing with this one right here the the links i had were taken down um at the request of the san francisco gay men's (laughs) chorus the only place i could find the full video uh, was hosted on infowars they had it actually hosted themselves over there so i was able to recover it uh, over at infowars but they're scrubbing it off of youtube Aren't a bunch of them convicted sex offenders? Is that true? I I saw a rumor that that uh, of that. I, I have not seen substantiation, so I don't want to make that allegation without being able to prove it. Um, but I, I did see allegations circulating. Um, Man, too but, bad it's not the 80s. AIDS was really taking care of business. I read an article this week <laughs> that um, people that have HIV now are living normal lifespans. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing. Dr. Fauci made AIDS, you know. Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci invented AIDS and coronavirus. Yeah. Kidding, Susan. I'm being just as sarcastic as the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. But, you know, we're just trying to control the narrative like they are. But again, you know, if you're tr- if controlling the narrative is your stated, stated agenda, your stated objective, you got to expect pushback. That's just the reality of it. Um, we should, we're probably about due for a break unless you have more to say about, uh, the sarcastic agenda mm. at play here. Really joking. You see like the dead look in his eyes too. I'm re- reloading really quick. Um, he just looks like he's a, he's a godless pervert <laughs> deadness in his eyes. I don't know. Uh, that's a, uh, I guess he has a nice, he has a nice smile. He looked, that's the best I can say about him. Well, lots of pedophiles have nice smiles. <laughs> How do you think they, they attract smile them? That, yeah. They've got well, candy in their pockets. And I'm not going to accuse this guy of being a pedophile. Just, just yet probably is though um Hmm. okay let's see who is 
first. LA Times, that's the one. Holden Mulray. Hi, Truth Seekers. What advice do you have for high school grads regarding school, work, travel, dating, et cetera? Your choice. We guess we should pick one. One thing I would tell my 17-year-old self, take some time to travel. School can wait. God bless. Uh, well, my advice to men and women is totally different. Yeah. Um, my advice to women is don't take any time to travel. What's out there doesn't really matter. Train yourself to get married and be successful in your marriage by the time you're like 22. Hmm. Don't try to find yourself. Don't do any of that. But if you're a man, try and find yourself and train yourself for marriage at age 32. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say for, for men, obviously, build the best version of, of yourself that you can. You have a good 10 years plus yeah. to make yourself a, a marketable father and a marketable husband. And uh, you should take full advantage of that and not get lost in in um, being beat up over one particular girl or one particular breakup or something like that. I do know a lot of men who married young and are very successful. So I wouldn't discourage someone who thinks they they have the right person to get married young. But um, if you don't, don't don't sweat about it. You know, if, if you if you don't find that person until later in uh, your 20s or into your 30s, you're going to be just fine. So if I could talk to my younger self, mm-hmm. that's what I would say. Um, and, and also you have to wonder just, I still feel like my college experience was of high value to me. It was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away under different circumstances, but I don't know that I would advise anybody go that route necessarily now. Like if, if you're Mm -hmm. a new high school graduate guy, um, it's probably a better route to get involved in a trade, get an apprenticeship, develop a skill, uh, yeah. not go get indoctrinated by communists for a hundred thousand dollars plus grow a beard, become a plumber. Mm. That's true. That's um, a good path. Mojack 420. I was a teenager in the early eighties in San Francisco. I'll tell you for a fact, gay men preyed on runaways, drug addicted and confused underage boys. Didn't someone deal with this in night in the thirties in Europe? Did he, was he <laughs> successful though? I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the stats are. Um, and this is another one of those areas where it's impossible, almost impossible to get reliable information because it's academically prohibited, basically. Right. Um, but there's information out there that says a, a shocking amount of 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 gay men were, in fact, abused or preyed upon in their younger years. I, I don't know what those numbers are, but I know that it's a, yeah, it's a been pretty memory hold, thing. Though. Yeah. Wherever that um, data is, it lives with the same data about lesbian uh, domestic abuse. Yeah, they're hanging out together, having a great time. You know where they are? They're in the car at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> off the cliff. hey uh, I'm going to open up the treasure chest on DLive. Thank you guys for hanging out over there. Um, Long Dong John. So what gun will you be answering the door with when blondes vaccine educators knocking? I can't answer that question. Neither can Skag. I don't have any. They're all at the bottom of the lake. Lake Lake Coeur d'Alene. No firearms. Mm -hmm. Lake Coeur d'Alene. There's probably no rocks or sand or anything or any kind of uh, plant life at the bottom of that lake. It's 100% guns. The whole entire lake floor and pump stocks. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey O'Neill. A big thank you to OMB for taking the Victorian tyranny to New South Wales. As a transracial person of color, how will I get a vaccine passport when I can't even get an ID to vote? My pronouns are. I'm always afraid to say things. Is, I don't know. Is this one a trap? I I, I don't Maybe. have it in front of me. Um, I don't know anything about this transracial POC. How will I get a vaccine passport? Uh, that's true. Yeah. 
I don't think that's they're like going to be subjects. That's like a Japanese reference. Okay, good. Yeah. Anime. Uh, you Eric. can say anime. And isn't Nippon, isn't that Japanese for Japan? Yeah, I was just apprehensive. Mm. I don't know anything about the anime world, do you? No, I have I have no knowledge. Um, Eric Burns March. Super chatting early tonight. During the show, I have to discreetly dispose of my Lego collection. We will be talking about that momentarily. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alopecia Stunning and Brave. Show us the toe. I do have it. We'll show it next week. I, I, I learned, I only learned that you have it like moments before we went live. And my initial reaction was, we don't want to do this haphazardly or on the fly. We want to give it its own special yeah. time. So I thought, let's wait because we got a whole we got a whole show planned out. Let's wait till we can it give it. It is disgusting. I was looking at it yesterday. We changed the isopropyl alcohol in it, so it's nice and clear, and Fresh. all sorts of stuff growing on that. Even my dad, who's seen all sorts of stuff, was like, "That's disgusting." So we can commit that next Sunday will be the big debut. Big debut. Okay, we'll go with sure that. Sure will. Um, let's just do a few more. Eric Nervix says, "My fiance and I were exploring an abandoned building, and I." all the spray paint swats because we're backwards wow y'all right in victorsville victorville california are a disgrace lol yeah um do you think that if i painted a swats gun something it would be done incorrectly <laughs> those angles would be exactly saying. 90 degrees yeah. on the arms 45 degree orientation every arm would be equal in its length exactly yeah hitler would look at it and go yeah yeah <laughs> Let's okay. circle back on these. All right. Uh, just a couple on Tippy Stream, and we'll check in with Trovo and DLive as well. Um, let's see what we got here. Over on Tippy Stream, uh, Jehovah's Thickness. That's a great, good one. Great to catch y'all live this week. Thank you. Did you hear that the CDC says uh, that children are going back to school this fall still have to wear masks if they aren't vaccinated, but children and 12 under must wear masks. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and then California, I think, is ma- is keeping the mask mandate regardless, if I'm correct. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, th- th- there's no stopping these people. We're never going to go back to normal. The CDC will never allow it. The CDC, just like most um, three letter uh, federal agencies is probably a thing that should go away <laughs> or at least like in its purest so sense, ridiculous. the, the uh, tracking health data I think is useful. That's good. I think we want to have that, but this, for instance, when the CDC talks about um, eviction moratoriums and, and things like that, what in the hell, how does the CDC have jurisdiction to yeah. create eviction moratoriums? Isn't it a bit out of their scope? I they aren't know. HUD. Even you could argue that no federal agency has yeah. that authority, but certainly authority, not yeah. one that is supposed to be about uh, infection control or something. At best, you can argue that that problems paying rent are a tangential side effect of the this quote unquote pandemic. They're not there's nothing about not paying your rent that relates to viral spread. Right. Those are not linked directly in any way. Anyway, um, the the NFL, the actual NFL is the username. Now that I came out of the closet, I can say it with pride. Matt and I once made love. I took a knee for him. Then he crossed my line of scrimmage. The motion in my backfield stretched <laughs> stretched my tight end into a wide receiver, and he fumbled uh, with my balls. 
I know, I don't know anything about football, but I know none of that made any sense. Like, it definitely doesn't make sense in football reasoning, but the terms are real. So we can go with that. You should be ashamed of yourself. I, I, I don't know what more I can say about the NFL. I have. Not I, you. Oh, the person that sent that super chat. That was an abomination. I was going to say, I don't know how to flog myself anymore than I have <laughs> on this topic. You have a, a sufficient Phil, amount of shame for your football love. <laughs> Phil says, um, I'm not shocked that the San Francisco queer choir said the quiet part out loud. I'm just surprised that it took this long. Uh, this should be yet another strike against allowing, uh, <laughs> allowing um, uh, certain forms of adoption. But everyone's going to get along in the end, says Phil. We're all we're all on the right track towards uh, peace and harmony, and uh, everyone enjoying each other's company and getting along. Phil always has a, a bright outlook. Uh, yeah. Just your uh, RWDS says Avenatti. Uh, will kill himself, but this will be the first high-profile person suicide that was truly self-caused. So an authentic Avenatti suicide coming soon, you think? Mm. No, I don't think it's important enough to bother. Hmm. Phil uh, also says, I got to be careful (laughs) with Phil. Congrats to the Italian men's soccer team winning the Euros uh, today. I was surprised to see them... (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, Phil... (laughs) I guess there was a, an African team in the European tournament that I, that I did not know. Hmm. Apparently that's a thing, uh, but I'll have to look into that. Phil. Um, Phil also says blonde is right. The, the folks bragging about inflation being good uh, know what they are doing. They aren't stupid. They are evil. We are long past the point of giving our enemies the benefit of the doubt. Well, you take right it up on. with Jessica Dickler, Phil. You uh, you uh, send her an email. Okay, um, real quick, guys. Uh, Chubby Stubby, thanks for supporting the show on Trovo. C2K says, at the tender age of 13 and five months, my baby has visited the U.S. nine times. I take pride in exposing her to different cultures as she grows up. However, as a father, I've always taught her to go for the balls for any pedo who goes near her. So I guessed a trip to... Uh, uh, does he say rapey Cali? I don't, is that a nickname for California? Rapey Cali is something to avoid. Kind of has um, a nice ring to it. San Francisco. I mean, the reasons to avoid San Francisco are many, but man, uh, what was an iconic, um, beautiful American city is, is, is just wrecked and ruined, ruined for any yeah. number of ways. Um, Rapefornia. That's better. We can go with that. Okay. Chubby Stubby also a Chubby Stubby says as a resident of California for 40 years, 40 plus years of my life, I sadly agree with everything, but it's seriously difficult to get out of this place. You can't get a U-Haul. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't even get luggage in California because everybody is bailing out of there so fast. It actually is. That's difficult. great. That, that's fantastic. I mean, we want them to just to be hoisted on their own petard so we can come back and reclaim California, which is the most beautiful state. Well, in um, terms of it, beach mountains, all the things in close proximity, weather, it is pretty awesome. That said, it's not awesome when the people leaving are coming to our neck of the woods and voting the way that they are. Um, maybe they haven't caught up in Coeur d'Alene. They probably will though. And they certainly have here in Gallatin County. We're going to lure them to worst parts of the country and then double back, seal off California <laughs> and then disinfect the shit out of it. Well, we have to lure them to like the, open desert of nevada or something like i love this part of the country yeah. i don't i don't want them to That's ruin true. here 
But yeah. uh, Chub- Chubby Stubby also uh, supporting the show with a spell. Thank you. Slopper says Matt and I once made love. Then he converted my children with his male appearing genitalia. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, issue supporting the show as well. Mike Hawk 420 Blazon. Thank you. Uh, Chubby Stubby says the gay choir excuse and message is almost as confused as all of their members. Uh, and C2K says massive shout out to Chubby Stubby issue and Mike hawk for all the sub donations on trovo when you support the show i'll spend my own money to call out your own generosity well thank you uh, the the trovo community seems like it's doing really well so appreciate you guys i don't think they're confused over there <laughs> they're pretty certain about particular tastes you think yes uh i think that we're well d live never lets me know where we left off so be- uh, i apologize if i miss your supporter message but uh critiqued thank you for supporting the show um, William Doe just uh, sends support and says hate speech. We'll see if uh, D Live gets that one banned. Um, and Ni Rodriguez just says we spa happened. Uh, person with penis and my six year old. Okay, so uh, perhaps uh, I, I actually did receive an email from someone who's kind of close to the event. So if that was you. Um, send me another email because I'd like to know exactly what you know. Or if you're a new person, um, please send me an email as well. I, I want to know uh, what the confirmed details are and what is unconfirmed. Um, yeah, that's right. So uh, he says, Matt, I emailed you. We spot happened to my kid. Right. So he had a I, uh, send send uh, me an email and confirm. Did you have an experience that is at the same time as this woman or were they separate things? Um, that's not to say that uh, that they both don't matter. They do. But I just wonder if your experience confirms the incident that is behind the whole viral, uh, thing, or if it's something that is different, as I mentioned, um, sorry about what I said about black people. If, uh, you're that lady, (laughs) that could be a motto for the show at this point, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Okay, just emailed me. You, I have proof, he says. Okay, I will check my email after the show, and I'll catch up with you probably tomorrow. I'll be uh, going through my email. So thanks for the information. All right, you ready to keep moving on? Sure. Okay. We will uh, come back to chat toward the end of the show. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. What do we got next? Uh, let me get my notes here. I, I already totally forgot. Oh, I got. I have, speaking of Jen Saki, I have a lot of um, coronavirus updates. So uh, there was a lot of controversy this week after Joe and Jen Psaki and uh, Xavier Becerra all pledged to send these uh, volunteers door to door to uh, push coronavirus vaccines on people. And of course, there was a lot of pushback as well, not just uh, on the Internet, but from politicians. Also, uh, in South Carolina, the governor is working to ban these uh, vaccine door knocking efforts in his state. He says, quote, a South Carolinian's decision to get vaccinated is a personal one for them to make and not the government's enticing, coercing, intimidating, mandating or pressuring anyone to take the vaccine is a bad policy, which will deteriorate the public's trust and confidence in the state's vaccination efforts. So asked about this response, Jen Psaki said that, uh, that this refusal to help get the necessary uh, information out is quote, literally killing people. 
There's still pushback about the president's comments about going door to door mm -hmm. to encourage vaccinations. The South Carolina governor said today that enticing, coercing, intimidating, mandating, or pressuring anyone to take a vaccine is a bad policy that will deteriorate the public trust and confidence in the state's efforts. Well, let me first say that the failure to provide accurate public health information, including the efficacy of vaccines and the accessibility of them uh, to people across the country, including South Carolina, is literally killing people. So maybe they should consider that ah oh, <laughs> she's just awful she's one of those people that says something insidious with a smile on her face yeah like a smug smile on her face that's outrageous uh, the efficacy of vaccines that that is proof right there that they don't know what the efficacy of the vaccines are because they're totally experimental sounds like medical misinformation susan get her um, yeah really First of all, I mean, even even just beyond the vaccine topic and, and the efficacy and the availability and all that. Respecting people's rights, in this case, the right to choose to get the vaccine or not, that can always be framed this way. You could you could lock everyone in a padded cell to stop car crashes mm -hmm. and, and you'd say not jailing everyone is literally killing people because they're driving out there and getting in head ons. Well, Respecting someone's right to live his or her life as he or she chooses can create negative consequences for that person. But the question is, who gets to make those decisions? Jen, do you, the mom of all of society, or should people, adults in particular, be free to make these decisions for themselves and accept and evaluate and accept the risk that that entails? But, but two, more to your point, it's not literally killing people you look at the current data we're down to just over 200 coronavirus deaths a day average in this country and that's if you believe the official data that are reported which we've been skeptical about the entire time that's the best that they can do is 200 a day that's down something like 95 percent since the height in january in other words it's over statistically yeah. it is over and maybe you wonder, well, sure, we, we, but we had so many deaths before, before the vaccines. So that's why it's so important that you get the vaccines. Well, again, we've been wondering about the accuracy of the statistical representation that we've seen over the last year. More information comes out on that um, uh, as the weeks and, and months pass. So it is becoming clear that the numbers that were used to scare us in the last uh, year and a half were padded. And we sort of knew this based on the anecdotal reports of people who were shot or hit with a baseball bat or fell off a ladder or crashed a motorcycle, that those deaths counted as coronavirus deaths. We've been chronicling those stories throughout the entire, uh, throughout the entire story. But now we're getting more comprehensive numbers. So in two major California counties, Santa Clara and Alameda counties, and if you're unfamiliar with California, these are the sixth and seventh largest counties in the state by population. This is Oakland and San Jose, generally, Bay Area. An audit of coronavirus, de coronavirus deaths in those counties with a stricter eye for what counts reduced the final number by nearly 25%. <laughs> So what this audit did is it differentiated between people who died from coronavirus illness progression from people who simply tested positive at the time of their death, but were not symptomatic that cut a quarter off. And this is coming out of California. There yeah. is, there isn't a voice of dissent in the entire state. Uh, you, you can uh, reasonably conclude that this is 
at minimum what we're looking at in pretty much all the other states. And you, you should expect to see reports like this coming out to much less media attention uh, in the coming weeks and months. A Remarkable re- they've even made this concession, though. Yeah, well, maybe maybe there are health uh, maybe there are members of the health bureaucracy in these states who do actually care about data accuracy and are doing the work, I suppose. But um, I highly doubt that there are any uh, QAnon believing right wing conspiracy theorists in those positions. These are people, I hope, who are committed to what the data actually say. And you can bet at least a quarter of them shave them off right away because these are just people who died and happened to have coronavirus at the time. Other states. Uh, uh, results in other states suggest it could be much higher. There was a similar review in Minnesota that found 40% of deaths claimed to be coronavirus were not in fact attributable to the virus, at least chiefly. Another study in New Jersey found that 89% of coronavirus deaths were among patients with do not resuscitate orders before contracting the virus. In other words, very old and frail people with serious conditions near the end of their lives. So uh, it's literally killing people. Well, it's not today. And whether it did yesterday, becoming more debatable over time. Uh, also, in terms of other shenanigans, um, you sent me this link and, and I've been watching uh, these stories attentively all year. We're getting some more flu numbers. Uh, it was reported that Detroit Medical Center. This is a 2000 bed facility in a major urban center of this country, giant hospital, not some small town operation. But 95% of the cases that they see at that hospital are just gunshot wounds. (laughs) That's true. They probably had more pressing matters to attend to, I suppose. But they did in in 2019-2020 flu season, they had thousands of positive tests. Grand total for 2020-2021 flu season, zero. Goose egg, none. At a major hospital in a major U.S. urban center, zero flu cases. And it's speculated, we've talked about this before, the speculated reasons include um, social distancing and masking stopped the flu, which doesn't make any sense because uh, if masks were stopping the flu, you would expect to see something closer to a normal flu season in places where people aren't wearing masks or at least haven't mas- uh, mandated yep. masks. Look at South Dakota. They never mandated masks. Record low flu season in South Dakota. And I'd encourage you to Google your locale. I've sort of casually monitored Montana. Last reporting I see is back from March, but the entire state of Montana as of March 8th, not one flu case, not one in the state. We have, I know it's a small state, but we have a million people here. Yeah. Not. I know this is insane. Insane. Now the other explanation that I find to be much more plausible. I'm not sure I buy it, but I find it much more plausible than the mask and social distancing explanation is what they call um, viral interference. It's theorized that a coronavirus infection prevents other viruses from taking hold of the same infected person. That that's a consideration to me, but alternatively something the stories never mentioned Anything that could plausibly be called coronavirus is being called coronavirus due to political and perhaps uh, financial incentive. Yeah. What's happening is they're testing people for COVID. If they're negative, they're being like, you have an upper respiratory infection, and then they're not checking for the flu because why would they? Yeah. Well, because I, and I assume uh, a a positive flu diagnosis would, um, would, 
preclude a coronavirus diagnosis. And we know there are financial incentives for coronavirus diagnoses. Yes. So it's probably uh, follow the incentives. You'll probably get your answer. Uh, the, 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 the current fear hype is on the Delta variant. And um, as far as this Delta variant fear mongering, um, it, it is true that we've seen a slight case uptick in this country over the last week or two. But cases remain at lows, um, the, the lowest lows that we've seen since last March, March of 2020, actually. Uh, and cases, as we've talked about this entire time, cases don't necessarily matter if nobody is dying, which is what we're experiencing right now. Nobody relative to the height is dying. This is statistically over. But the reason nobody is dying is because one, cases are still at those um, uh, still at those lows. But two, this much hyped Delta variant is actually fractionally less dangerous than the original so if you thought the original was hyped for its supposed deadliness, uh, consider the fact that NHA, NHS data in the UK show that the case fatality rate for the Delta variant is 19 times lower than the original virus. And the yeah. data were shared by um, by legendary beard man himself, Ian Smith, at the Attilus Jim Belmar on Twitter. This is the what's behind PolitiFact's fact check here. PolitiFact grabs Ian Smith's Instagram post, just sharing the NHS data publicly available from the UK. And a gr another great headline this week, quote, data showing lower death rate for coronavirus Delta variant doesn't mean it's less dangerous. Mostly false. <laughs> he just posted public data. Why? Because experts say it's too soon to know how dangerous the Delta variant is oh, compared to on. the other variants. Nobody now, cares about this anymore. This is the boy that cried wolf. Get uh, get this part of the. I scrolled down. I read. I read through their fact check. Uh, see if you can uh, see if you can make the inference from this statement buried about halfway through the article. McCready, who's a UK health official, McCready told us that on July fifth, that as of June twenty first, one hundred and seventeen people in England had died with the Delta variant, including forty four who were unvaccinated. Does that mean that 56 plus 17, 66, does that mean 74? Is that right? 74 people who died of the Delta variant were vaccinated? It implies a solid majority of the people who died in the UK were vaccinated. You either have to be un, either you're unvaccinated or you're vaccinated. There's no kind of vaccinated other than some of them are two dose and maybe of one. But 71. Chick <laughs> math. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's another way of phrasing that. Most of the people who died were vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. I thought the whole point was that we we're getting vaccinated to stop the spread and the effectiveness of such yeah. variants. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the, when the uh, the data and the science aren't necessarily reliable for uh, political reasons, you have to go with coercion. And of course, you have to ramp up the propaganda. 73. <laughs> Did you get it? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't check. I abdicated my duty and i didn't even check you myself i'm pretty sure that's right 73 okay there it's we go something like that we'll go with it uh th this week um did you see this music video rapper no, I didn't. Oh, so this is this is fresh to you is it is it juvenile or juvenile the rapper who had the his his 1999 hit uh back that thang up was the clean version otherwise titled back that as up with two z's this time he uh, he has re-released it. It's Vax That Thang Up. 
Before you find a day chain, you gotta wait chain. Gotta go back to nature and get it straight chain. Girl, you look good, want you vax that thing up. Use a handsome young brother, want you vax that thing up. They in real life, you need to vax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing up. If you wanna get sticky and hot, go, 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 a go, get the shot. If you wanna smash some dude named Scott, go, 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 a go, get the shot. <laughs> I don't think the black community is going to be receptive to this. I'm sure that it was uh, juveniles principles that led him to remake this song and not a uh, giant sack of cash from unnamed sources. You're telling me juvenile doesn't have any uh, creative integrity. No, I, I would never allege such things in other propaganda efforts. Uh, users have noted that the same message is appearing across Twitter accounts this week. Various accounts posting quote, my brother has just tested positive for COVID, the Delta variant. He's been double jabbed. How on earth can UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson go ahead with relaxing the rules on July 19th as they're scheduled to? It's madness. It's unclear who's uh, behind this or how many times it's been posted, but you just have throwaway accounts all posting the same thing. And lastly, on coronavirus, this is my favorite tinfoil. You still there? Or are you just frozen in with a skeptical face? I just... Yeah. All these these Fed uh, this Fed posting is so transparent. It's like, can't you get one person that understands the lingo of Gen Z to not sound like some kind of fucking retard? Like, there are a million <laughs> bot accounts that they could just make everyone a little different. Why? Why are they're so stupid? You could have why, one why intern to create several different iterations that sound believable of kind of the same thing. Instead, they repeat yeah. the same phrasing. Um, this is my favorite tinfoil. Uh, you um. You may have heard that the Haitian president was assassinated at his home this week by an apparent mercenary squad. Yeah, and you got whacked. Yeah. And you may also have heard that uh, Haiti was the only country in the Western Hemisphere to refuse coronavirus vaccines. So his death is now officially part of a pattern or a trend because in Kenya, former president Burundi refused coronavirus vaccines in February and he died of a uh, reported heart attack in June in Tanzania, government officials, including president John Magufuli refused vaccines in February. And Magufuli died in March from heart complications. He was also alleged or speculated to have contracted coronavirus himself. And Haiti refused coronavirus vaccines from the WHO in April. And now their president is dead by assassination in his home. There is no known motive for the assassination at this time. Oh, I'm sure they were all whacked. Yeah. Um, but you're telling me that all of these pre in Haiti where the average IQ is 64, that they're resisting this vaccine thing, but like juvenile is going to convince all these American blacks to get vaccinated by being like, Oh, if you want to smash somebody, you have to get vaccinated. Were the lyrics, what? Did I hear the lyrics correctly that it was, if you want to smash some guy named Scott, go yeah. get the shot. Scott must be, uh, Scott must be really impressive, I suppose. Yeah. Couldn't they have found some brother name that rhymes with shot? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything better than Scott. Off the Live top of chat. My head, to be honest. Come on. Scott is a distinctly white name. I've never met a black person in my life named Scott. Oh, there's gotta be. Email me if you are a, a an African American Scott. And are like, you an Urkel? I bet you are. <laughs> and if you have suspenders, please show. Suspenders <laughs> picks included in the email. Yeah. All right. I do have some Capital Riot updates, too. 
Um, we have uh, previously mentioned the likely identity of uh, the Capitol Police officer who shot Ashley Babbitt as Michael Byrd. This speculation was on the Internet prior, um, but it was supported by the Babbitt family attorney who said on Tucker that his uh, that this particular officer is the same one who left his Glock in a Capitol bathroom in 2019. And Byrd is that guy. Now, though, Real Clear Investigations is the first major media outlet I've seen to support that claim. They are also concluding that the officer who shot Ashley Babbitt was Michael Byrd. Real Clear Investigations has matched his outfit seen um, in the Babbitt video to the uh, outfit that that Bird is seen wearing in other footage that day. Real Clear Investigations confirms Bird's resume lines up with what is known about the Babbitt shooter. Real Clear Investigations also notes that after the shooting, Bird's internet footprint was scrubbed, including social media and personal photos. RCI also confirms that Bird left a Glock 22 in the Capitol bathroom. <laughs> And a Glock 22 was used to shoot Babbitt. There are Glock 22 is a you know it's a common uh, handgun in law enforcement uh, as as far as I understand. But all of those Fuck. things put together, you probably got your guy. Yeah. Real Clear Investigations attempted to contact Bird, but he did not respond. His attorney would not confirm or deny that he shot Babbitt. And this is really interesting. I was unaware because I wasn't clear exactly why we don't get to know. Normally in police shootings, there's a policy that the identity of the police officer is revealed in, in a, a few days or a week's time. Black. Well, it, in this case, it, there is a specific legal reason why. I'm not denying that there might be political considerations beyond that because, well, the, the decision, the Capitol Police in general controlled by Congress, period. Um, there are no there's no governing policy other than what Congress says they will do. And if Congress is controlled by Democrats, as it currently is, they are within their their rights, at least um, at least as far as the law is concerned, to completely withhold that information. Now, why are they doing that? I'm Black. sure I'm sure there are probably some uh, political and or racial considerations in that. But I, I didn't I, I wasn't aware that it's really only Congress that has the power to compel the police the Capitol police to release this information. And I wouldn't bet on that happening, at least under Nancy Pelosi's tenure, but maybe so they didn't under, have a reason. They just had the jurisdiction. They have the jurisdiction to do it. And we don't know. You, you have to speculate why they are opting not to do that. Oh, I, I don't have to speculate. It's uh, yeah. Uh, well, we know their reasons in most. Also other because contexts. he was a negligent black guy. Uh, so, well, we're supposed to believe reason. that it wasn't that it wasn't negligent, that it was mm -hmm. totally well, he was negligent with his safe storage for sure. Uh, well, yeah, his, that's but, what I'm saying. but their their position is that the shooting itself was totally justified, not negligent, um, uh -huh. completely within the rights of law enforcement, which I based on what I've seen again, I don't know is necessarily totally off, but uh, I do find persistent entertainment that this is the one police shooting that is totally justified. Nothing to yeah, see here. Move real. along. Hmm. Yeah. Tell me um, more about um, who was the worst police shooting that that was justified that everybody freaked out about? What was the guy in Wendy's? What was his name again? Oh, Rayshard Brooks. He was the one who yeah, stole the taser and yeah. tried to shoot cops with the taser. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, basically. Well, well, uh, we are bringing those who did uh, the, the terrible uh, the, the terrible crimes of that day to justice. Recall, we got that Indiana grandma for the crime of walking around where she wasn't supposed to be walking around. And we raided the wrong house in Alaska to get Pelosi's laptop. 
And uh, these terrorists are finally being brought to justice. This week, it was reported that another man's home was raided by the FBI in June. Robert Moores of Pennsylvania is accused of leading fellow rioters in one of the most intense and prolonged clashes with officers of the day. The FBI seized clothing and flags that matched what he had that day, firearms, and what court documents described as, quote, a fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set, as reported by the Daily Beast. The implication the Daily Beast made was that Moores used the Lego set to plan the attack, though prosecutors have not said that. But it is undisputed that that the FBI, in fact, stole, well, seized uh, Legos from this guy. Except that that particular reporting from the Daily Beast isn't actually accurate, or at least the initial legal documentations were not uh, were not accurate because the Lego set was not, in fact, assembled. It was still in the box when the FBI seized it unopened. Julie Kelly of American Greatness looked into it, according to newer a newer court filing, quote, the Lego set was in a box and not fully constructed at the time of the search. So uh, apparently we know this for sure. It was still boxed up. The Lego set was definitely not used for planning the day's crimes. You can at probably least. find a blueprint online. Why I'm would sure, you? I'm sure you probably can. Or at least a map. I, I don't know that the Lego set is actually room to room accurate uh, for the Capitol. I highly doubt it. Um it should also be questioned, though, if the allegation is that this was pre-planned using a Lego set or whatever other mechanism. How does that jive with the claim that Trump incited the right. the, the riot? If it was pre-planned, then incitement, <sighs> you, you really can't have both of those things. You got to pick one. But um, whatever's going on, the elites finally feel safe enough to start removing the fence that's been around the Capitol building for over six months now. The process began Friday and is expected to be completed Monday morning. The Capitol building remains off limits to most members of the public. Hasn't hosted public tours since spring of 2020 due also to the uh, the pandemic. And, um, you know, it, it makes sense. We didn't just let people into the wreckage of 9-11 right after that particular terrorist attack. Uh, we got we got things to clean up. It's a crime scene, after all. And we frequently heard the uh, these events preposterously compared. Well, now, um, Steve Schmidt, uh, I don't know if he's still of the Lincoln Project. Is the Lincoln Project dead? They had that whole uh, weird pedo scandal X yeah. amount of months ago, and then they shut the hell up for a long time. So, but Steve Schmidt is yapping once again, and um, he has taken the comparison to its final form. He says that January 6th was worse than 9-11. My friend Matthew Dowd, our friend, you know, talked about this. He couldn't be more right. The 1-6 attack for the future of the country is a profoundly more dangerous event than the 9-11 attacks. And in the end, the 1-6 attacks are likely to kill a lot more Americans that were killed on the 9-11 attacks, which will include the casualties of the wars that lasted 20 years following it. Well, we're pretty far behind in the body count right now. I, I actually do understand what he's saying. What he's saying is that if we have a civil war or serious civil conflict as a result mm-hmm. of this, it's possible, indeed likely in his view, that you would have a body count that exceeds 3,000 however many died on, on nine 11, which I actually don't think is a preposterous um, prediction. I do think that we are perilously close to, 
civil conflict in this country. I, I worry about that. But that was idea- hardly the catalyst, though. Right. Like what caused it? Was it really yeah. January 6th? Or was January 6th was a mild symptom of the abuses that the broader abuses that will cause that sort of civil conflict? I, I, I can't imagine that uh, 9-11. Well, I don't know. Or, uh, January 6th, rather, would be viewed as the chief reason why we had this big fight. But to I suppose, retards, I'm sure it would. Well, and it depends on who writes that future history book. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, okay, I have one quick hoax hate and then we'll talk uh blade runner and now the nobody saw it happen but it's totally a product of trump's america hoax hate crime of the week ah shit it's backwards you think they'll notice In this case, it must be a product of Trudeau's Canada because a black worker at a sheet metal plant in Oakville, Ontario, claims he has received multiple death threats in the form of a noose drawn on his locker in March and another threat written on a bathroom stall in May. This is unacceptable behavior within the work environment, says long-term employee Agim Williams. I think that's how you say it. A-G-I-M Williams. If you, if you like stories with terrible drawings, this is a uh, great one. Here is the image of the supposed noose drawn on William's locker at his workplace in March. If you had me look at this image without any explanation, I would call uh, I would call that maybe like a poorly written lowercase d or something like that. That could be literally anything. It is a circle with a straight line. That's that's all it is. The Writing on the bathroom stall is uh, even funnier. It looks like it was written with an Etch-A-Sketch. And it <laughs> says, Kill William the Ape. Fuck BLM. Okay. Uh, local police confirm that there is an active investigation, but William oh. da- w- Williams doubts the um, the truth will, will come out of it because these threats are now months old and there were no security cameras to capture who wrote them. Uh, when Williams saw the noose drawing in March, he reported it to his bosses, but they merely sent uh, a janitor to clear, uh, clean it up. They didn't report it to police at the time. Williams says that he didn't go to police because he feared losing his job. Now, in fairness to Williams, he did not actually discover the bathroom stall writing. So it was what? discovered by other employees who alerted the bosses who later alerted him, which one doesn't mean that he didn't write it himself, but two, here's another consideration. Um, is it possible that this note isn't even about him? And the reason I ask is because the writing kill William, the ape refers to William without an S, but this guy's name is, uh, Williams. His last name is Williams with an S. Are they talking about someone else? How does he even know they're talking about him? Maybe there's a really unruly ape at the zoo that is right. You know, gone harambe on somebody Uh, peace and blessings be upon him of course uh this is moronic if true don't care why is anybody investigating this whatever so what i just uh well i hope i hope uh mr williams gets the justice that he's looking for and uh canadian police resources are (laughs) being used to find out who drew a circle with a line and uh that is not a white person's handwriting either that's not that's not uh, 
I, I'm just fascinated by this hand handwriting period. Who the hell wrote this? It, it, I'm serious. It, I, I thought it was an Etch-A-Sketch thing, but it's apparently Sharpie on a bathroom stall. So Yeah. The black guy did it. Uh, perhaps. We will find out. All right. Movie review time. It's back after being gone for uh, two weeks now. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Before we get into the review, um, we do have a cool production update. If you tune into uh, the call-in show, on Wednesdays, you may have heard the amazing voice of frequent uh, frequent caller Batman. Goes by the name Batman, at least. And we've long said that this Batman needs to uh, get some work in Hollywood doing voice uh, voiceovers for movie trailers. But he doesn't yeah. want to live in Hollywood or work with uh, those types of people. So he's decided to settle for the next best thing, which is, of course, doing voice work for this show. And since all of our recurring segments need a proper intro sounder, here's our friend Batman uh, with his introduction to the weekly movie review segment. In a world of movie references flying over his head, one man will finally watch them. This is the Matt and Blonde Show movie review. Well done, my friend. Uh, if you're wondering, uh, I hardly edited his voice at all. That is That's pretty what much sounds like, his yeah. real voice. And of course, the the script there is a reference to the theme of the entire segment um, and all of my reviews, which is I had never seen a single movie in my life until you guys made me. So just remember, as I am once again tasked with uh, hating what is supposed to be a classic, uh, this is what I was asked to do. So this week it was Blade Runner. And um, as always, you can let us know why this uh, was a pick for you and what you enjoy about this movie. Well, first, I should say that I erred in that I did not specify which of the many cuts of Blade Runner that we should watch. I in my childhood, I had seen the theatrical cut many times, but both of us for the purpose of this movie review have watched the final cut. And there is um, something in the final cut that if believed kind of destroys the plot. Um, hmm. I guess we can just get into spoilers. All Every movie review is going to have spoilers. Always, yeah. Um, but I did choose this because it is a sci-fi future noir classic um, that shows the danger of a hedonistic decaying society blurring the lines between humanity and utility and then there's some playing god and some other themes that i i really like and appreciate um and i I love this movie i know people are are polarized on it but the final cut has some like major plot holes so i do want to address those should i address those first like this is one of my favorite movies here's why yeah yeah if you if you want um have you been watching the each movie each and every week along with, or have you just been going mm-hmm. on? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you were watching along. Yeah. I didn't watch okay. my cousin Vinny cause I've literally seen it 50 times, but, yeah. um, but otherwise, so, so last night I watched the final cut because I wanted to, you know, be up to be up to speed on it. Cause it's been a while since I've seen Blaine Runner. Okay. So you, you explain all the clarification that you want and then I'll get into it. Cause, um, I have many things to say. It's going to be it's going to be hard to whittle it down into just the important things. Um, I think that this is only an excellent film within the understanding that Deckard Deckard not meant to be a replicant. I think that Mm. that changes everything. So in the final cut, there's this scene where he's dreaming of a unicorn and then there's the unicorn origami being placed, which is suggestive 
you know, that, that he is a replicant, but the movie makes no fucking sense if that is the case. And Ridley Scott came out about eight years after the release of the 1984 theatrical version. And he said that it was his intent for him to be a replicant. But I don't think that that's true. I'm, I'm not going to listen to the director on this one because it doesn't, I mean, he, he doesn't have superhuman strength. He gets his ass kicked by the prostitute and by Roy. So, so, so how could he possibly be a replicant? Um, and he, uh, they, they also said that Rachel was the first one to have this implanted memory. So she was not aware uh, that she was a replicant. And if she was the experiment, um, then that doesn't make any sense because Deckard would have uh, pr- preceded her by like decades, right? Hmm. So I don't think that Ridley Scott really meant this when, when he said this. Um, that being said, if, if, if we can all agree that he's not a replicant, um, this movie has just fantastic commentary on what it means to be human. And in the famous um, tears in the rain scene, which I actually found out was improvised. Um, the entire so Roy, script? No, just the, the tears in the rain speech by Roy at the end. Well, that's what I mean. The script of that speech. Parts of it were improvised. Yeah. I think the yeah. actual tears in the rain part yeah. uh, that that was improvised. And that's really touching because there, that he was showing that there's more humanity in the replicants than in the in the human that his life's duty was to was to hunt them um and he spared he not only spared him but he saved his life and then he has this beautiful speech about how all the things tragic and good that he's seen in his life they're just going to disappear with him in his death and and that kind of binds them together because they both uh were governed by their mortality and isn't that the truth for all of our lives when our eyes close and we're done like the our life experiences they they leave with us um and so that's like a really that's a really touching scene um and it makes the movie worthwhile but i i did you know i understand why people don't love this movie i love this movie uh but but it's got problems like there's some harrison ford acting stuff and he has horrible chemistry with rachel i know she was supposed to be a little boxy and everything like that because she's a replicant but like yeah. i'm like these two people in real life must hate each other they have no sexual chemistry was it supposed to be consensual or was it a rape scene um <laughs> yeah really that took me for surprise and i tell you you almost did it you almost sold me on maybe a positive thing or two to say about this movie but i i don't know that i can at full disclosure I watched this movie twice. Okay. First, the final cut from 2007, not because not necessarily because anybody told me that that was the definitive version to watch, but because that was the version that was accessible to me right Right. away. And Mm -hmm. I, and I hated it so much that I thought I I have to be crazy. I must've missed something or this version sucks. I'll go back. There's several different versions of this. I'll watch the original 1982 just to, do my due diligence. And even though I, I seriously hated the first watch, I committed myself to a, a, a state of an open mind to, to fair and honest evaluation and not yeah. to let my, um, to my hatred of the first watch influence my second. Yeah. And uh, that didn't, um, that didn't really, the second watch didn't really change anything at the end of this. I walked away thinking this movie is one of the most overrated, uh, overanalyzed and really just boring movies <gasps> i've seen um which granted i haven't seen a ton of movies but i'm not a fan um 
as far as what what was good about this uh this movie i took notes i scoured my brain for what i enjoyed uh, the best the the thing that got me chuckling was uh in the original version when deckard said the n-word in his boring voiceover that <laughs> that made me laugh that was the that was the height of my experience i don't even remember was, this was oh, i got it queued up in the review you can oh, click good. play on the youtube video and here i thought oh he said the n-word holy cow. that was the height of my experience um now as far as what i didn't like about this movie it's it's basically everything um a a it has insufferably slow pacing. Uh, I think if you deleted all of the scenes that are essentially the movie admiring its own set, you probably could have saved a half hour. It drags on and on and on. Scene like the set is spectacular. All of those models and everything. It looks great. Even for now. I think that CG Uh, is kind of eroded some movie making capabilities in many ways. Cause these were all these crazy little model sets. Stylistically. It's not for me, but uh, even even whether it's aged or whether it's good for its era, it just, it went on and on and on. I get it. You built these cool model city and then it looks all dystopian. All right, let's, can we please advance the plot? That's how I felt while I watched it. And it seems like Deckard's photo investigation uh, that could have been done very briefly. It drags on and on and on. Even the final fight, it was like a bizarre choreographed dance routine to me. Instead of two guys fighting to the death, it took forever uh, Harrison Ford, uh, the worst performance I've ever seen of him. And I haven't seen them. <laughs> well, all. he's not a good actor. Well, but he's usually got like this, um, this charisma, this cool under pressure, this, uh, he's got good one liners that that's kind of, uh, Harrison Ford's hallmark. And I felt like in this movie, he could have been anybody. He was just a guy saying boring monotone lines. And maybe if you believe Deckard is a replicant that helps to justify some of his sort of uh, emotionless presentation, but even but then if there's no the purpose case, of the movie, uh, if, if he was, well, th- these are some of the knots that bug me is no matter which route you take, I don't find them particularly satisfying. And even if the intent was for him to be emotionless, it's not good writing or performance to have somebody who's just kind of interchangeable and boring. The best thing I can say in defense of Harrison Ford is it might not be his fault because all the characters are boring. They're all kind of this emotionless. Um, well, he famously hated Ridley Scott. Harrison so, Ford did. Yeah, they, they had so a lot maybe of that's, uh, maybe that's a lot of issues. Of yeah, like uh, Harrison Ford was tasked with doing a voiceover because everybody was convinced that that people wouldn't know what's going on, and so. Ah, crap! Did we lose her again? Well, that's good. Now I can, now I can carry on hating this movie uninterrupted. Blonde, if you can hear me, go ahead and chime in. But it looks like our connection's dipping out. Can you hear me at all? Okay, we might have to try to uh, get her back. But I will carry on hating this movie and inviting your pitchforks and inviting your torches. Um, I, I really think that the depth of this movie is just overanalyzed. Um, I, I understand that this is a movie that's not supposed to spoon feed you everything. It's supposed to leave a lot of questions unanswered and you're supposed to, um, you're supposed to think about them and evaluate for yourself. But to me, the one answer that applied to every question this movie raised, as I wrote in the review is who gives a shit, um, on this, on this deep question of what it means to be human, more human than human is the Tyrell corporation's motto. And what they're struggling with is sort of the emotional development of these replicants and, um, giving them memories and giving them human bonds and all these things that are supposed to make humans human things that are difficult to replicate artificially. And I understand that they are, and I do grant that that's a key part of the human experience. But what I found frustrating about that is that to me, those all of those things 
um, emotion, bonding, memory. Those are things that exist in animals or elsewhere. What separates human beings is a capacity to reason. If you want to talk about more human than human, it's got to be reason capacity, yet the replicants have that. But the whole point is they're unsatisfied because they don't have this kind of secondary piece of humanity. So I, I didn't like that particular message. I didn't think it was. Can you hear me now? Okay, now I can see you talking, but I have no voice coming through. Do, are you muted or? I still can't hear you. Maybe you try re, rejoining the call. And we'll see if we can get it going. One moment. Thank you guys for your patience. Um, as far as the, the big question that Blonde mentioned of whether Deckard is a replicant, the biggest lingering question of the movie, I don't necessarily care about the answer on that either. If, one, if he is a replicant, he's the lamest of them all. As Blonde mentioned, he gets his ass kicked by all of them. So is he the worst replicant? Is he an early model? Um, maybe that's an explanation. And if he's human... He just sucks at his job. Every single replicant beats his ass and he loses only to survive because of some intervening factor, whether it's Rachel shooting the guy who's about to thumb out his eyes or whether it's um, Roy at the end sparing him and saving him because he has um, has, has had some sort of um, human epiphany before he dies. Deckard is not very good at hunting replicants, which makes you wonder why he was hired for his supposed expertise and skill in retiring replicants. And one possible explanation is that he's developing sympathy for the replicants. The movie uh, hints at that many times or even says it explicitly, at least in the original version. But if that's true, that doesn't really make any sense, any sense to me either, because Deckard, it's never his sympathy that stops him from completing a replicant retirement. It's not as though he had one on the ropes and he just feels bad for them. So he can't complete the task. They destroy him every single time. So if sympathy is supposed to be what's driving his inability to stop them, I didn't think that that was particularly well portrayed or communicated. Let's see if we have blonde back. No, we do not. Um, so <laughs> honestly, guys, I really tried to find things to appreciate here. Um, I, I wanted to be as fair as possible. I spent four hours watching this movie, which is more than more time than I've given to any movie in the history of this se uh, segment. But when I realized that I at least had some fun watching Tremors, which was the uh, most hated movie so far, I knew I had to rank this one below that and I have to drop the one wiki hammer of shame on it. If I can even get my sounder to play, what's going on? No, that's the wrong one. Do this one. Get the hell out of here. And may God have mercy on your soul. So, okay, now Blonde Blonde is supposedly back. Let's see if we can get her. Are you there? Uh, let's see. Blonde has connected. Yeah, can we hear you? This is a nightmare. No, no, okay, now, now you're back. Okay, I, I, I heard the sounder, so this is disappointing, but um, yeah, <laughs> I understand. Good, I'm glad you got to hear. The, the, honestly, I sat here trying to think of things to appreciate, because I don't like to be totally negative, but I realized that I at least had some fun watching Tremors, and Tremors was the most hated one so far, and I thought, I have to rank this below Tremors, because of yeah. that. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I don't know what you said in my absence, but people do tend to fall on either side. It's a polarizing film. And even my beloved red letter media 
uh, both Mike and Jay hate Blade Runner. So. Interesting. And, and the results so far in the early vote, we only have a few dozen votes so far. So if you feel passionate, find the link in the description, head on over to my website, vote, uh, submit your rating for Blade Runner. It's pretty split. Um, four four uh, wikis is the leading rating now. Um, but our audience rates everything for wikis. If you look numerically at the trend, every single one is a four. Um, but it's so four and five are the leading ratings at about 30 percent each but three one two i mean we're we're at a pretty even split um you got about you got 60 percent of people rating it upper uh, upper tier and 40 percent of people giving it low marks so oh, man i guess that's that's not really surprising but next is Wee's big adventure so it'll be interesting it has been interesting watching these movies with you when you have no bias of nostalgia Mm. Um, which is making me think that everything from my childhood really sucked. So I'm kind of worried about this. I think you're going to think that this is weird and not funny. Maybe who, who knows? Although, I mean, I like Terminator. I liked aliens. I liked, uh, I liked all that stuff. So it's not just old isn't enough to make me hate something, but I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised based on what I know about Wee to see one Wee on the nominations list and two people voting to have it be watched because I, I was under the impression this is like some kind of kids thing. Is it not? I don't know. I'm not a great peewee mind. I mean, kind of. Yeah. It's got some, some adult humor. Um, and I do, I do love, uh, what is his name? Peter Rubens. And also he, I forget. Did he, was he a real pedo or did he just do some like, no, he did some Louis CK thing. What no, it wasn't do? even that bad. He just he just got caught jerking off in a porn theater. That's right. Okay, so he's he got more Louis C.K.'d than uh, Louis C.K. was jerking off in front of people non consensually. No, he had consent. He asked permission. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so that's not so bad. But I don't think the Rubens did you know anything really wrong. I'm gonna have to look into this. Anyway, uh, okay, so Pee Wee's Big Adventure is up next week. And uh, after that, the uh, the nominees are Goodfellas, Dr. Strangelove, Young Frankenstein, Clueless, and Election. Early vote, Goodfellas with a slight lead, uh, Dr. Strangelove not far behind. All right. And remember, if you want to read my movie reviews, if you want to submit your own rating, if you want to vote for what movie is going to be watched next, and most importantly, if you want to submit a comment for how shitty my movie review was and how wrong I am and how I don't get it uh, linked in the description, but you can head on over, head on over to the website, Matt find the movie review uh, column linked on the homepage. We've got tons of chats. All right. That was fun to get back into it though. And um, as we get later into the summer, we will, uh, we'll open up your avenues for hate because I'm the only one who gets to hate. But- it is fun sometimes, but you deserve your opportunity at hate. I know. Too. What about me? That's always the question. What about <laughs> me? Um, okay. Let me see. Who was next? Do you have any over there? I'm sure I do. If I can refresh quickly, I left off ah, at Phil. I found myself. If you um, want go me to for go. it. Yeah. Daniel Kunkel, a windstorm here in Omaha took out power for many. It is revealed to me. Those incapable of managing even a short time without power, internet, etc. And would not last in a zombie apocalypse. I, I know we're in trouble. Mm. Um, well, Godspeed. Good luck. Yep. Son of the wolf. Hi, everyone. Just buried my dad this week. I just want to remind everyone to cherish every minute you get with the loved ones. Take the day off and spend time. Go see them. I wish I'd seen my dad more. God bless everyone. 
all the best to your family and uh, and wise words. And you know that's uh, that's true whether you have uh, an older loved one in a rough uh, rough health condition or if you've got you know a young friend or young sibling who is seemingly healthy. You never know yep, what tomorrow know. brings, and tomorrow is never any guarantee. So uh, always true. always seize the day and enjoy what you have today, and make sure. The other thing I've learned too, that I'm sure is probably applicable here is uh, don't let stupid fights linger. You know, yeah. even if you disagree, don't let, don't let that person think that you hate them or something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Maintain those relationships and, and best sure. your family. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Um, Knuckle Hunky Buck says, knock, knock, bang, bang. That is how it goes in our country and others. Uh, <laughs> Luke H says, yeah. Have some Trudeau bucks in honor of my province, Saskatchewan, lifting lockdown mandatory mask mandates today. Lots still wearing them, though. Saw a few couples where the woman was masked and the man wasn't. Makes total sense. Yeah, they need to wait on the law. I saw a few of the ultimate cultists at Target and elsewhere yesterday, which is uh, an adult couple not wearing masks and their young child, say 10 or under, wearing a mask. And you know it's because the child is not vaccinated. Because they can't be. And the parents are such cultists that they will put a mask on their kid unnecessarily while they walk around themselves unmasked. That's, uh, I think it's important on principle to be highly deferential to other people's parenting and other Mm -hmm. people's children, because I expect that myself, but not in this um, case, man, that, um, Outside of the Wii Spa stuff, that's the one thing that uh, makes me want to put CPS on uh, yeah. <laughs> on speed dial. Nope, yeah. you're not putting a mask on that five-year-old lady, you crazy mm-hmm. bitch. What are you or doing? two-year-old, yeah. Yeah. Um, MH3D says, Matt and Blonde, my girlfriend and I are joining the parent club with you. We're having a mm. little girl in January. Congratulations. But I think that uh, that was a typo and you spelled wife wrong. I see that you, <laughs> you, have, you have a girlfriend there. Um, but I'm glad that you and your wife are having a baby and little girls are such a joy too. So yeah. Jason says Joe Kent for Washington three. He's in America. First former green beret running, running against a rhino that voted to impeach Trump spread the word Joe Kent. Thank you. I will have to look into it. Thank you. Saint says with all the bad movie takes from Matt, this show should be called blonde and the uncultured swine. (laughs) I stand by what I hope everyone has been dialing in that Mozambique for the coming Moderna's witnesses. Is that, is that the same super chat? My screen moved, my screen moved. Uh, I don't have it. I don't have it up. Stand by what I, Oh yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Saint uncultured swine. Well, Blade Runner makes me reminisce for the joy that was watching Tremors. And also, I'm sure the reaction will make me reminisce for the joy that was dealing with people's um, reaction to my Tremors take. So we shall see. But the in my defense, first of all, I don't say anything that I that is outside of what I how I'm honestly rating these things. I'm not trying to do it to make people mad or to make people happy. Um, but you have to for the bit to be any fun, you have to deploy those ones and fives and th- where they, where they apply. If I play yeah. it safe and I'm like, Oh, well it was pretty good. So it gets a four for me when I know in my heart that it sucked ass and I hated every minute of watching it. You gotta, you can't, you can't, I might cuck on kindness, but I don't cuck on my movie hatred. Okay. That's what I'm going you got for. those backwards. Yeah, we'll try. Cog on the movies. A dime yeah. short. Um, how is this channel not over a million subs by this point? At a minimum, Matt, do you ever watch T Rex Arms, Good People, and Great Products and Excellent Content like YouTube? Beautiful people. T Rex Arms. 
I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that's about, but I do know why we're not at uh, a million subs. That would be Susan. Yeah. Stupid bitch. Um, JK, Susan, love you. You're a beautiful woman. Uh, Randy Chase says, cheers from Alberta, Canada. I've been a long time fan, although this is the first time watching live. I wish I could have sent more, but I'm saving up for a Hunter Biden original. Thank you for the money. We really appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you. And I was thinking maybe we should do the same. Should we get some Hunter Biden artwork for either of our backgrounds? That might be. Yeah, really. Um, How much money do you need to launder? I don't know. Can you, I know that the buyers are being, the identities of the buyers are being withheld. Are the prices paid disclosed? How much do we have to pay for a Hunter Biden piece? I love that he uses a straw too. I'm like, oh, you, you are expert with that. I didn't, I didn't know that one degree above finger painting basically. Well, yeah. And he probably uses that same straw to like blow Coke up his bunghole. When he, when he uses a straw, are you saying he blows the paint out of the straw? That's what he does. Okay. All right. Um, thunderstorm anal defecation league. No, that says deification. There we go. (laughs) Or anti-defamation league or both. Yeah. Uh, both are totally different movements. Literally. (laughs) Well played. Yeah. Well played. Incompetent hands. Apologies. Let me clarify. Blonde is right about everything. Eventually, just like eventually John Stewart will be in a camp for short people. Susan. Thanks as (laughs) always for the sanity safe space. I know. Camps for, short, for people. short people. For short people. I like it. Will they have swimming pools and soccer fields at these camps? Let me know. Maybe they can all, uh, maybe they can create a stilt factory to remedy their condition. <laughs> Work is freedom. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, I've had many gym memberships at places where you can shower. Never once did someone walk around naked. That dude wanted people to see his junk. If that indeed happened. Yes. Could be. And I, I will say everyone has this experience, but it's a hundred percent true. Old men at the uh, gym locker room who don't give a shit. I understand that when you're in a gym locker room, there's going to be some incidental nudity. I get it, but there are definitely old dudes who just parade around because they can. And uh, honestly, the wiener is not even the most offensive thing that you see. The, The whole thing is just, it just shouldn't be seen publicly. Start Are you talking about a, a wiener and balls being more offensive than a, a wiener? Or just no, I'm just like talking the, about like their body generally oh, is so gotcha. grotesque that when you yeah. finally see the wiener and balls, it's not that bad, I suppose. It's just that it's a complete, yeah. it's a com- complete package for lack of a better term. You will get old one day if you're lucky. I If I'm lucky, but I will not do that. I will not parade around the gym locker room naked. I will. You will hide your up. shame. Like I will towel scando. up like a, a civilized person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Darren Blonde, check out Daily Mail's recent interview with another Democrat and her daughter in January 2020. Felt violated, but compelled not to say anything for fear of being canceled and called a bigot. Hmm. Huh. So there's apparently more to it at We Spa, even if this particular incident maybe was exaggerated, hoaxed, uh, hmm. lied about, whatever. There's apparently a history that's happened there. Wee Wee Spa. <laughs> It, it's a Korean spa too. It's uh, so oh. I don't know. Maybe they have those uh, plus services. Yeah. Little handies, literally <laughs> quite, quite little yeah. hands. Uh, Jan Garuga. How can it be hate speech? If you loved saying it, that is a question that needs to be asked. Good. Yeah. Uh, deep philosophy. <laughs> Esoterica unbound expecting crowing from blonde. The inflation is essentially a tax on Middle-class boomers were past any significant wage increase in the value of our retirement savings is now evaporating. We're screwed. Yeah. 
okay, yeah, I, I agree with all that. Hmm. I'm like, inflation, who gives a fuck? Um, fiat currency, lol. Uh, Randy well, I Chase. always love that when the, you'll see that criticism of crypto frequently. You know, it's like it's not based on anything, right? It has no inherent value. Like, yeah, yeah. Now do your dollar. Tell me more about our gold-backed currency. <laughs> oh wait, never mind. Uh, um, Randy Chase, Google Jessica Yaniv for an actual freak that goes to spas and wants his marbles waxed. Yes, I did mention that. Um, Sean Cousins, am I blackpilled if I say y'all wanted equality and now dudes can use women's showers? No, this is hilarious. Uh, yeah, all right. This is what supposedly they're all voting for and what they want. So enjoy, I guess. Our favorite Laurel, my house in New Hampshire is under contract, moving to Michigan in early mm. August to be with my boyfriend. Couldn't be happier. Wishing everyone the best. Get it, girl. Good Thank you, Laurel. You, Laurel. And uh, congratulations and uh, all the best. Get and a friendly reminder up. that if people are looking for an excellent uh, pre-show, Laurel Stream is a great channel to stop by. Yep. Um, thunderstorm. Pedos use altern- alt- alternative sex groups to promote normalization of child sexuality. Kids are always the target. Here, mm. here. That is true. Um, Jan says they're converting kids uh, just not in the direction they want. Base Zoomers slinging the gamer word coming through. Well, there, there's a lyric yeah. in the song. He says, um, Gen Z is gayer than Grinder," And I was thinking, I mean, I don't know no. what the stats say, but I'm skeptical because I, I think Gen Z is going to have a lot of uh, fashy inclinations after some of the things they've been exposed to. Yeah, literally really. and metaphorically. Um, Boogeyman 917 Blonde, you're on fire tonight. Thank you. I figured I better compensate because of the tech issues. So. <laughs> I needed to be commensurate with my racism. Got to get it. Got to get it in uh, while uh, Zoom is still functioning. Yeah. Uh, Booty 56. Um, them. We're coming for your children. Me. Best I can do is the 3006. Is that 30 a type of six, gun? Uh, uh, ammunition uh, oh. caliber. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, a, a, the, the round that won World War II, arguably. Disavow. Yeah. Um, Seagram's Jen, or maybe you mean lost world war two. The current transgender stuff is just the new goth emo counterculture. It always adds more depravity. I do agree. We shouldn't budge on this issue until they explicitly exclude any ability to change age. I don't know how they're going to do that anyway. I mean, if it's culturally acceptable, um, then who cares? The law is not protecting us from a whole bunch of shit. So, so what does it matter? Hmm. They're going to start calling pedophiles like a legitimate identity like well, um, i don't it, right right really soon it's yeah i don't see the logical stop i don't see the the limiting principle that's that's going to end this sort of thing that's been the problem yeah. the entire time yep uh, magni prime says hey i just got a lot of questions from the last wednesday show and i just wanted to say that i'm a late bloomer boy and the family business i do is concrete Mm. I also just want to say you guys are great. I don't remember uh, the the caller on Wednesday, the young caller on Wednesday, I believe, right? Oh, the little guy. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Thank you for uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, calling in and supporting the show. And uh, as we mentioned, say hi to your father for us, and apologize to your father for us. <laughs> for me, Skag for didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Other than didn't hate on Skag. Blade Runner, He's, who yeah. knows? His dad probably loves Blade Runner. I'm sure he does. He's yeah. not a monster. Uh, Esoterica Unbound. The problem with video was that it was too close to the truth. If there was a poll to identify how many gays begin their sex lives being molested by an adult, the result would be a shitstorm. Yeah, I would really love to get my hands on that information. Hate data. Untouchable. It is. 
uh, Tori D. I lost all hope for humanity after being exposed to Down syndrome drag queens. Oh my God. Search drag syndrome on YouTube and join me in despair. I no, I don't want to go any further down this road. You know, I need to protect myself. That's a new one to me. Uh, I would, I'll have to wait. I I've seen enough this week, but uh, maybe in a future week, I'll be ready to view such things. Uh, Square Hoop one says two at least including the main singer of the San Francisco choir created and performed via streaming a play on Afghan boy dancers Mm. pleasure slaves extreme creepiness ugh okay so we have more more kind of uh, supporting evidence supporting evidence of creepiness if not outright um, legal convictions or something like that (sighs) Thar says, well played, gay choir, causing outrage, out, outrage, outrage when nuance signal differs. But just like when Trump traps the left in a, in a noose, a loose, loose situation. That's what I, I meant. A lose, you, lose situation. Lose, lose situation. Yeah. I, I've got buttholes on the mind. I said lose, <laughs> lose situation. Um, when you use the same tactics, you don't get to be the victim. That's true. Yeah. You've got what on the mind? Buttholes. One more time buttholes no it's a complete sentence i said loose loose situation i was thinking about the gay the gay men's oh, choir i was just hoping to get you to repeat that sentence so someone could isolate it and i could have oh. the uh the soundbite but i was like how many times are you gonna make me say butthole <laughs> um jamie clay for blonde to read matt do you know the difference between a garbage i've heard this before a garbanzo bean and a chickpea i'll bet you've never had a garbanzo bean on your face i uh- I don't know if that's a Blade Runner reference or not. I think if I recall your emails correctly, Jamie, you are a, a chickpea uh, on your face. I, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. Um, I, d- I think he's a Blade Runner fan as well. So he might be exacting some Blade Runner revenge with that gag. I don't know. Calakay, no, no. Thank you, sir or ma'am. Evan M. Blonde, you're wrong when you say the gays want to lower the age of consent to nine. That's the Muslims trying to do that. I hate they, they can work together. You think that maybe they both don't want to do that? It's one of the few remaining Islamic flaws as far as blonde is concerned. They Yes. They're mostly uh, they're mostly in the right direction. They're just not all the way there. Right. Based on women, based on acid tax, based on women <laughs> driving, wrong on pedophilia. Yeah. All right. Hey, 3 I'm out joking, of 4 joking. ain't bad uh, ain't bad <laughs> to uh to modify the uh, who was it that sang that song? Was it Meatloaf? 2 out of 3 ain't bad. I don't know. I, I only know that one meatloaf song. Uh, uh, I would do Simpson. anything for love. Yeah. Yeah. The chicks were hot in a 90s sort of way. Uh, <laughs> rates of childhood sexual abuse among the LGBT community versus hetero population. Search Google Scholar. Hmm. Victimization over the lifespan. Ooh, you want to type this in? It's an NCBI uh, I, report. Let's see. So there is actual uh, Data. quote unquote science on this. Are you ready? Uh, let me grab it. Uh, yeah, Victim- a 2005 study. Oh, how did you do that already? I just copy and pasted it. Oh, I didn't realize you were up to... Okay. Uh, do you want to review it a little bit while I keep reading? Um, yeah, I'll read the abstract. Uh, Pep says, Missed the live show. Wife wanted to see Black Widow. Decent enough. Not the worst. Not the best. Uh, Marvel movie, a solid seven. Thanks for all you guys do. Keep up the good work. My problem is that Scarlett Johansson is not sexy and never was. Fight me. 
Um, Here's part of the uh, abstract. Sexual orientation was a significant predictor of most of the victimization variables. Compared with heterosexual participants, LGB participants reported more childhood psychological and physical abuse by parents or caretakers, more childhood sexual abuse, and more partner psychological and physical victimization in adulthood, and more sexual assault experiences in adulthood. Yikes. Um, This is by a trio of researchers published in the journal... Uh, it's abbreviated something journal of clinical psychology, something like that, uh, oh in boy. 2005, June. Incompetent hands. If you make illicit statements about children, congrats. You have no moral superiority to hide behind, but do try to run in a zigzag pattern. Also not a bad skill to have. If you knock on my door inquiring about vaccine status, uh, they I could can't. get hired to, uh, well, I guess they're volunteers working for the, uh, working on behalf of the Biden administration, but maybe yeah, with really. juking skills like that, they probably would be good at uh, dodging various projectiles that come after you knock on a door demanding people get vaccines. Yeah, really. Uh, Brontosaurus is the real hero. It appears that your message was deleted. My apologies. Uh, you got, Susan you got strikes wiki. again. Yeah. Uh, Jacko, the left fears uh, theocratic patriarchy, yet it's the, the yet its antics are laying the foundation. Going after children is a universal constant of history that always leads to backlash iran didn't form in a vacuum that is true and Mm. they're going to overplay their hand they're overplaying their hand right now um joshua worley redbridge labor commissioned a furry rainbow monkey with a huge dildo and exposed (laughs) exposed butt to dance in front of children as part of a reading project at libraries this summer was it what, what did i just read redbridge labor is that a political party um, let me let me search. Anyway, carry on. I'll figure out exactly what they are. They are. Uh, yeah, they're uh, a UK local political party. Desi Mergy said, where did you get the photo on the wall behind Blonde? It's a book cover from a novel set in rural Bengal in pre-independence India. Last place I would have expected to see it. Um, I believe it's a film called A Song of the Little Road. Uh, somebody that I love very dearly spent a great deal of money on this movie poster. Hmm. Um, but I've not seen it myself. So let's keep going. Mostly peaceful gun owner. Uh, Matt and I once made love, but it still wasn't nearly as gay as Michael Avenatti's new cellmate. Ooh, Godspeed to him. He's looking forward to it. Andrew says, my girlfriend, who is pro-vax, got to fix that, um, just listen to the vax that thang up and she's visibly cringed the entire time I'm on the path to improving my life. I just got LASIK and am listening while recovering. Congratulations. All the now best you to you. And- <laughs> get your woman under control. Maybe Juvenile did it. Maybe he uh, single-handedly changed her perspective. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant uh, caused his temporary blindness. Uh, it could um, be both. Watching the video <laughs> might have it might be behind both issues. Uh, Doc Bailey, uh, what would you suggest as an argument to leave California? I can use on my fiance. We would have to be a one-income household, and she wants to stay close to family. But I want to go somewhere else that's livable. Um, that you're the man, and you're going to make these decisions, and she's going to come with you, or you're going to go alone. Is that harsh? Uh, well, it's it might be harsh as a as a sales pitch. But, um, but yeah, so if, if her priority is building a family and I hope that it is, uh, I hope that would be the basis for your relationship. 
it's going to be very hard to do that in California, both because it'll be hard to acquire property depending on where you're trying to buy it, but really throughout the state. And yeah. and secondarily, because there's all sorts of anti-family um, uh, legislation and policy that's being passed all over the place. So I would sell it to her as if you want to build the healthiest family that we can, it can't happen here. Um, that would, that would be, uh, that would be my pitch. And I think as I think we've, um, if I recall correctly, doc, uh, I think you'd chatted about this before. And we, the one thing I would emphasize that we discussed previously was make sure that she has your full commitment in that sales job. You can't ask somebody to upend her life and, and to, um, to move somewhere else where she may or may not know anybody without, your full commitment to building that family too. So um, lay down the law and then put a ring on it is what he's saying in short. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, if you're asking major sacrifices of her, it requires major commitment on your part. Totally. So, and, and, I, and for all I know, you have done that. I don't know. I'm just, you know, he said girlfriend emphasizing. No, he says um, fiance. I can use him. Oh, did fiance. He? So he must have, he must have made the, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that changes everything. Uh, yeah. It's ultimatum time. Um, Eric, but, but, but don't make it sound like that. Yeah. Well, she agreed to form a, uh, you know, what is effectively an unbreakable bond with you and you, uh, believe that your, your best place to build a family is somewhere else. Um, women generally look to men for leadership, assert that leadership a little bit. Don't yeah. be forceful, but give her a plan and give her a workable, uh, show her workable steps toward that plan. By this date, we will do X thing. Yeah. Light spousal abuse. Um, <laughs> Eric Burns Marsh says, we need a John Wilkes Booth project. <laughs> Oof. Disavow. Ooh, disavow. You know, you know, I, we, as I mentioned, we went to uh black hill, black hills for uh 4th of July and we were actually at Mount Rushmore on July 3rd. And there was a, uh, there was a, uh, a, a, a Lincoln actor walking around signing autographs and things. And uh, I was just wondering if there was a John Wilkes Booth actor hanging out behind the stage there about to pop out and pull something out of his uh, pull something out of his jacket. But it never happened. I was just wondering. Anyway, um, you know, did you see that viral post? Oh, now I lost your audio again. Okay, rejoin the call. Come back to the call. Uh Oh, the the other thing, the only other thing I'll say about my Mount Rushmore experience and my Black Hills experience, which was great, loved it. And it's a a place where the American spirit is alive and well, and it was very refreshing. But um, there was a viral post from Mount Rushmore on, I think it was July 3rd, if I recall correctly, which is the day I was there. But these Indians were, they took a picture of themselves in front of Mount Rushmore, giving it the finger and saying that they hate July 4th and everything this country stands for and the desecration of their land and stuff. And it went viral and a lot of people were um, fighting about it on Twitter. And I think I only missed those Indians taking that picture by possibly a matter of hours. I wonder, um, I, I wonder what the experience would have been like if I was there at the time, but I was not. Uh, let me see what's, what's blonde doing. Let me see if I can let her back in or maybe, maybe she had to restart her machine or her internet. So I'll give her a moment. Let me carry on. Appreciate your patience guys. Um, president mug Thomas says, let me get this straight. The police agency completely controlled by the whim of a congressional majority is also opening branches in Florida and California for no apparent reason. Yes, that is true. Tampa and San Francisco, right? I, I believe, but yeah, we're gonna have Capitol police in far away places, um, in jurisdictions over which they have no authority. We're moving toward a nationalized police force. It's going to be uh, 
very dangerous, possibly, uh, or very uh, entertaining, possibly dangerous to watch. Uh, Son of the Wolf says, Matt doesn't understand, Matt doesn't understand ambiance. You're too utilitarian. Uh, not every bit has to advance the plot. The point isn't to get to the end as fast as possible. It's to enjoy the journey. Love you, Matt. I suppose, but I just don't think this, this movie spends so much time in, uh, admiring itself, admiring its own set. And it's not that cool. Maybe, um, some of that is because it's a 30, 35 year old movie at this point. And so maybe at the time it was cool. Um, but man, watching it now, I suppose it's unfair to expect it to live up to the standards of modern aesthetic presentation. It's, it's not, it's not that every movie has to be a hurry to finish. To me, it's that whether you're making, um, a movie or you're making a YouTube video or you're writing a book, every word or every moment has to serve a purpose. And I don't think that every moment in this movie serves a purpose other than, look, uh, the environment is cool. Maybe so. If you like that environment, I didn't, um, to me, the movie is, it just drags on when it doesn't need to, but to each his own. And thank you for uh, supporting the show. The show Uh, slosher says a, well, let me first check on blonde. No, she's still, she's still out. A uh, slosher says a, a blood black, nothingness began to spin a system of cells interlinked within cells interlinked within cells interlinked within one stem matt is right about blade runner i liked 2049 better that's the other thing i've heard that the new one is crap but i've seen this movie i've seen a lot of divided opinion on um and i've seen a lot of divided opinion on the sequel too which i don't know if i'll ever watch but uh, thank you for the, uh, for, for sticking up for my perspective. Long Don John says, I watched Blade Runner before going to see 2049 and I fell asleep halfway through it. I'm on team Matt on this. I gave it two wikis. I haven't forgiven him for groundhog day yet, but it's a good start. Groundhog day. I tried to be nice to, you know, it's like, um, I didn't, I didn't give groundhog day the one wiki, man. Um, and I didn't really enjoy groundhog day. I, I mostly was bored by it, but I was not on, honestly watching Blade Runner. I was borderline angry with how much I hated that movie, which is not the case at all for, for groundhog day. Um, slosher also says, Matt, you're going to get hate essays about blade runner. Every person I know who's ever taken a film class won't STFU about that movie. I don't know. Uh, I don't know any blade runner hipsters personally, but, uh, we shall see. And, um, if you must write an essay, I ask that you write it in the comments on the actual review so that we all, may enjoy your essay although you are welcome to email me if you prefer uh let's see blonde is back now maybe let's see if we can get her back in here uh woke cloak says you've restored some of my sanity growing up i thought or i was one of the very few around me that hated blade runner i've watched it like once a decade to see if anything changed nope very divided can i hear you now is your mic working is it Sounds like it. Yeah. We're Son good. of a bitch. This is terrible. This is so bad, but could have been worse. A, I guess a lot of love for blade runner, a lot of hate for blade runner. So you're right that this is sort of a polarizing movie. So I was worried that I was crazy. Um, it, it, it seems like people either really like this or really hate this, but there's not a lot of like, it was just okay. People are kind of passionate on either side. Yeah. Um, two a says Matt knocked on my door to check if I had my jab. I said, no. So he gave me a shot in the ass, but, but this booty is now off limits. I can cope with not cuddling after, but a one star for blade runner. No. Well, I have to offend your sensibilities in some way. I suppose knuckle hunky buck says Scarlett Johansson is a 10 fire blonde. I don't really have an opinion on her, I guess, but, uh, 
I suppose you, uh, you I don't know. Uh, what, what did you rate Scarlett earlier? She's not, if she's not a 10, what is she in your book? She was like a seven and a half in match point. Okay. Brontosaurus is the real hero. He had his message deleted earlier. He says, I literally just said I wanted to donate, called you guys the F word and said, cheers. This be crazy. I assume that being uh, the, the blonde's favorite um, slur, the F word, that one. We'll we uh, send that first donation back too. No, yeah. If you would like a refund on the first one, I can arrange that for you. Just send me an email. And also I will point out the irony that you can't say it in the chat, but assuredly this episode is going to be monetized by Susan for ads from Verizon and Coca-Cola and all the corporate powers that be. Faggot. Okay. Thank you. Thunderstorm says, how about the old films like 1981 clash of the Titans or big trouble in little China? Thank you blonde for saying, uh, Scarlett Johansson isn't hot. Big Trouble in Little China is on your nominations list. Hasn't come up for the vote recently, but it's been in there once or twice. Um, Kalaki, Kalik YH. I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce your name, but thank you for supporting the show. That is uh, good on YouTube, I think. Wow. You made it all the way through in my absence. Uh, yes. I, it's, it's been... Uh, I, I, I never know what to expect tonight. You know, the show will often throw a curveball at me, but like blonde technical disappearance, that's a curveball I haven't often had to navigate. And when it happened yeah. at the start of the show, I was like, holy shit, guess I'm going to do this. It's not, it's not that I can't <sighs> do a show. It's just, it's not what you prepare for. It's a for. bummer and it's not what you prepare for. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be here on Wednesday, so, but nobody cares about that show. So it's fine. That's not true. Some people prefer the Wednesday show. They're out there. <laughs> That's insane. I agree, but they are out there. There are a, a few over on Tippy Stream. Michu says, um, well, let me, uh, wait, let me back up. Oh, wait, no, yeah. Okay, Michu says, first paycheck from the new job, just wanted to make it rain. Well, thank you and congratulations. Um, oh, actually, actually, that is a, that is a burning contribution. Uh, thank you double for that. I am not going to be niggardly. Knuckle Hunky Buck says, my brother just, uh, <laughs> wow, get this. His brother just tested positive for COVID, the Delta variant, and he's been double jabbed. How on <laughs> earth can Boris Johnson go about relaxing these rules on the 19th of July? It's madness. I agree. We'll have to contact Boris's office. Phil also says the Lincoln Project, uh, very kind people are begging conservatives and right-wingers to go back and sleep and allow our uh, allow our destruction to continue apace they are desperately trying to finish off the uh old stock before we figure out what's going on and who is responsible uh and as always phil wis uh wishes the lincoln project a very happy and uh safe uh weekend and beyond he says he looks forward to cooperating them on air with them on areas of agreement uh, in the future Okay, Trovo. Um, <laughs> good God, I see some spiciness over on Trovo. Just quickly here before we're out. Um, Chubby Stubby. Wait, wait, wait. I, I got to. Okay, Mike Hawk, 420 Blazing. Says, Matt and I once made love, but his viral interference kept me from getting AIDS. That's nice. Uh, it, it does. I, I actually, I, I want to comment on that, but I have to be very careful because that's along the lines of the cure talk that I can't actually do. Susan will get us on that one. So I'll, I'll, I'll pass, but thank you. Uh, chubby stubby says legally changing my name to Scott and firing up Tinder <laughs> most likely to catch AIDS, but at least it'll be safe from the coof. 
Um, mm. Chubby Stubby also says, Scott being the guy you can bang if you get the vaccine, according to Juvenile's rap song. Chubby Stubby says, patiently waiting for disclosure that Capitol Police constructed that Lego set in order to use it against the guy in court, a la McCloskey's. Um, yeah, I probably spelled that wrong. Uh, and his gun. Well, they didn't, though. It's still plastic wrapped, apparently. There was no construction of it. <laughs> Chubby Stubby says, I'm standing by my prediction that there will be a hate news uh, noose story about someone's shoelaces being tied provocatively. That is probably coming soon. You're right. Chubby Stubby also says, I'll say it. Dark City is better than Blade Runner. I don't know Dark City. Do you? Uh. Hmm. C2K says, we, has, we have a poll for everyone agrees we'd pay to see blonde. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to read this. I'm not going to put blonde on the spot. It says we had a poll and everyone agrees we'd pay to see blonde. Engage with Scarlett Johansson. Sorry, not sorry. Pass. She does, doesn't doesn't do it for me. It's like too much TNA, and I also know that she's an idiot. Now, do you think that Elle Fanning is hot? We're fighting in the live chat about this right now. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Elle Fanning is How do I spell a it? E L L E. It's Dakota Fanning's younger sister. Oh, okay. I think she is an exquisitely beautiful. Um, Aryan goddess. I'm going to say neutral. I don't feel strongly either way. I'd take that over 24 year old Scarlett Johansson. Mm. If I were a man. Mm, <laughs> no, I'm going to grade what? her below, but mm. I don't feel super strongly either way. Um, I think she's lovely. Let's see. Uh, Mike Hawk. 420 Blazon says, if you want to say the F word that Susan bans, you can uh, mm. catch up with the chat on Trovo. All right, real quick, uh, D Live, and then we're out. Um, let's see, ETC, oh, yeah. thanks for supporting the show. And, it's because uh, she banged Sean Penn. It. I forgot about that. Isn't he like a million years older than her? Uh, not Elle Fanning. Scarlett Johansson banged Sean Penn. And oh, I have a rule oh. about women that have been desecrated by Sean Penn's penis. Well, who's on the list? Oh, like tons and tons of women. Uh, Robin Wright was married to him for a while. Uh, who has Sean Penn banged? Um, <laughs> Bringing you the important information. Madonna, but she was never attractive anyway. Mm. Uh, I, Natalie Portman, is that true? I don't know. Amber Heard. Some other people. Mm. Angelina Jolie, maybe. All right. Charlize Theron. Yeah, that's she's another one. There we go. Well, now that you have all the important information, we will call that a show. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. And thank you, uh, Double, for putting up with some of the technical difficulties. I'm glad we pulled through like we always do. I was about to have a heart attack at the beginning of the show, but, uh, you know, we ended up getting through it. Appreciate you guys being patient with that. And, of course, if you'd like to... uh, if you'd like more material to listen to, you can find that over on the website, as well as everything else show-related, the movie reviews, all the deals from our uh, friendly listener-owned businesses. You can get in touch with us and tell us our movie reviews suck, whatever you want. It's mattchristensenmedia.com. You can find everything there. Uh, and, uh, of course, we'll be back next Sunday and every Sunday going forward except for the last one because if it's Sunday sorry Chuck Todd it's not meet the press it is the Matt and Blonde show have a great evening guys appreciate it bye guys